Welcome. <coughs> that yeah, that, that's actually kind of a, a tone as to Welcome what back. to expect. It's if you didn't know what to expect before, it, it's like mostly burping. burps. Excellent. I feel prepped. Thanks, yeah, guys. No worries. Uh, it's strange. I can't. the The pop screen is so big. I can't see your face. So I just see eyes peeking over like a little. Yeah, it's like a reverse Mickey Mouse kind of thing. That's how people usually see me, actually, because I'm just too short for most uh, surfaces. Over the countertop? Just a few eyes, yeah. A few. Just, just like a forehead <laughs> and two eyebrows. Yeah, like Ziki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except with smaller nose. Oh, um, so, uh, in the studio today, we have Lily. Uh, you can feel free to disclose your last name or not. We, we usually don't. I don't know. I have this like innate fear that somebody's going to come for me one day if they know my last name. Okay, I'm. I don't care. We said your last name on the show. Oh, I guess that's written in the on the <laughs> poster. It's written, and we've said it a bunch of times. Well, my last name's Hassel, so we're oh, all in the same. Oh, well, there we go. Here. Oh yeah. shit, all cool. in. So we're okay. all in. So now we know how to play this. Yeah. Uh. Well, welcome to uh, the welcome studio. Welcome to the Ejaculation Podcast. Oh yeah. Did I did that's I tell you the name of it? Uh, no, I don't think you mentioned that. Awesome. It's, it's Evan Johnston, Andrew Camp. This is why we've said his last name so much. E Jack. Oh, gotcha. E J A C. Yeah, th- this is yeah. You know what's funny because I've not I don't think intentionally neglected to say the name in the podcast. It just hasn't come up, and this right. is the second time that somebody's come in and you say that, and they're just like, wait, wait, what? That's the, the name fuck of it? are we doing here? <laughs> like, oh no, what <laughs> what's happening? Oh yeah, just uh, just didn't come up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Was that a pun? Oh. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, uh, that's how we roll here at the ejaculation podcast. <laughs> it, yeah, I I try to separate it in phonetically so it doesn't sound like it's just it's ejac. Yeah. There you go. Sure. Sure. It's very it's it's gross, but and it's been a total sausage fest for the last like five episodes. Hmm. That's true. But there is also female ejaculation. That's true. That's true. Hence. That's our first true. female guest ever. Our, our first female Adding a new, a new energy and a new energy to the show. Which is so I'm exciting. here representing female ejaculation. Yes, you are. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> For the time being, you know. Yeah, we'll see we'll what have, happens. We'll have more. Yeah. More diverse diverse groups, so you won't, it won't be all on your shoulders. Okay. Yeah. Andrew, one thing you should know about Lily and I is where uh, that pun thing from before. You can expect a lot, a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's kind of how we interact. Uh, it's 75 percent pun. The foundation say. of Definitely. your relationship. Yeah. 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 Well, no. Fuck that. Do you guys, do you guys just know each other from, from work? Yes. Mm-hmm. An undisclosed location. Yeah. It's a it's a tea place. It could it may or may not be a tea place. Allegedly. And Hot we may beverages may or may not be sold. There you okay. go. Mm-hmm. And we may or may not uh, be the servers of said beverages. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really hard job. You know, sometimes the tea takes like three minutes, sometimes it takes four minutes. Sometimes you have to like let it sit for a minute and then put it in for three minutes, but that changed to four minutes. I'm gonna like tear up here because it's really uh, it's so overwhelming. It's really tough. Sometimes you, know? you burn yourself, like you're like trying to pour out water, and then you just throw it all over yourself. And yeah. You, start you never thought you could burn your feet so many times in a day. Whoa. The you tops of your you feet. You don't wear Crocs, do you? No. Well, no. sometimes he wears you, Crocs sometimes. That's a that's a lie. That's a fallacy. I'm going to say that right now. That I wear horrible. You pumas. Have a, you have a bunch and of pumas, circle-shaped I've seen, burns. I've all over seen your cheetahs <laughs> eat a crocodile, and a puma is pretty close to a cheetah. So I'd well, say my pumas can well, kick pumas a are small. croc's ass. Pumas are yeah. They're are they smaller. I don't know. I don't know. I always thought that pumas were. Um, uh, you know, some people uh, say puma, pigs, and I think that's puma. horrible. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah, it sounds like the pubic. worst. Yeah. I'm going to start saying pubic. <laughs> My pubic hair. <laughs> I pooped all over the place. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I used to think that pumas were um, warthogs because mm. of uh, Lion King. What? Pumba sounded a lot oh, like Puma. I thought you said lanking, and I'm like, because of lanking. What is, what is lan- what's that? Uh, it's uh, I don't know. Because of Lion King. It's okay. a, just a new way to strut. My arms are so long, I just lank. <laughs> I'm lanking down the road. As he lanked across the room. I feel like yeah. Lion King like to threw a lot teeth. of young children's zoology pretty off. Uh yeah, like no genitals on any creature. Yeah, ever. or like animals talk. Um, I think they Toy Story fucked me up more than anything. <laughs> yeah, that's I, true. <laughs> like to, okay. I would like open my door a few times if I'm going to leave. Like and I'd come back to check, and I never caught my toys. But you never they're just them. that good. I know. Yeah. You've trained them well. Mm-hmm. See what I'd, the the horrible part about that is? Toys would just totally see you masturbating. Imagine oh. the horrors that toys have seen of like a young thirteen-year-old in the room alone. Like, Evan. It's part no, of but it's true, right? Yeah. No, I think I got rid of all my toys before I started masturbating. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. I kept one. That poor guy. I kept nice. one creepy teddy bear that whose eyes <laughs> I would stare into while I'm doing it. Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you, Jian. <laughs> oh, Yo, I thought that would be the teddy bear. I thought that would be the funniest Halloween costume. Uh, it, I think it was a little too soon, was it not? No, 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 no. Like Best next year. Actually? Next year? Oh, next year. I actually think I may have said to my friends, how many assholes do you think are going to dress up like John Gomeshi? Wow, <laughs> Get like a two who are like a, like a dominatrix like leather leather outfit and then headphones and a microphone. Do I smoke in here, by the way? No. Okay, uh, can right. I have a smoke? Fuck yeah, you can. Amazing. That's what I was hoping you would say. I actually brought the exact same brand of cigarettes, but they're buried in my backpack, so. That's okay. That's okay. I told you you could get up at any time, but you're actually locked in. You okay. can't leave. You, you should change the name of your podcast to Locked In Syndrome. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you seen uh, Scaphandre Le Papillon? Yeah. Have you seen Scaphandre Le Papillon? Sorry, the diving bell and the butterfly? Uh, no, but I remember when it came out. It's Did one you of just the most. Watch it? Be- no, I own it and I've, I've probably watched it way too many times. It's like a Would good feel like shit about yourself. Definitely. Kind of movie. It's actually beautiful. It's good enough to play on like good enough. No, my, it's like visually stimulating enough really to put good. on a projector just as background too. But. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it has a really like striking soundtrack too. Is it a French movie? Is that why you call it? It's a yeah. Well, it's a French film. Uh, it's an American director, or at least a non-French speaking director. But he shot it all with French actors. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and it's about um, a guy. Uh, he was the the editor in chief of uh, Elle magazine, uh, Jean Dominique Bobby. Yeah, Jean Dominique Bobby. And he got... Do you know the premise of it at all? Yeah, it's the paralyzed guy who writes the book with his eye. With his fucking eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somehow I forgot about that part. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like the, the, the entire movie. <laughs> I just had like a bunch of beautiful images of like him in a wheelchair on the beach and for, completely forgot about the book. Yeah. No, those are, those are great. The book's really, really... I mean, it's incredibly well written. It's short. Granted, he wrote it by blinking his eye, so I can't, you know, short him for that. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's a quick read. Let yeah. The <laughs> yeah, it was over in a blink of the eye. <laughs> I've never seen it though. I'd like to see it. It's it's one of my one of my tops. That's for sure. I don't know. I think why, it's just beautiful. Why do we start talking about that? Uh, locked in syndrome, as opposed to the oh, right, podcast. Right, right. Okay. I made a really tasteful pun on locked in syndrome. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. That flew over my head completely. I missed the punnage. See, I'm just not expecting it when I'm not in, like, wearing an apron. Mm-hmm. That's you know? fair. There is something about an apron that just says, it's pun time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. 
No, Andrew's just shaking his head right now at our like self-satisfied grins at our own puns. No, it's great. I think it's it's hilarious. I love puns. <laughs> a, good, a well-landed pun is is very very satisfying. Okay, so I have uh, I have some pun jokes. I haven't told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you've heard these. I think you've heard everything I've had to say. Likely. Um, actually, you're the probably the two people on the planet pun. that have heard me talk the most. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, <laughs> you, should, you think I talk a lot here? You should see me at work, man. It's more grunts and just. But uh, ooh, I don't know. I think your French is good enough for this for this joke. Okay. So, um, why do French people eat small breakfasts? Why? I don't know. No, uh, because one egg is enough. Ooh. Oh, well, well done. <laughs> Get it? I thought it yeah. was gonna be a petit déjeuner joke. I haven't told you that. No. Okay. Okay. Then I, there's another one that I think is actually a lot better. I didn't even know that, that was a thing, though. I guess like croissants. Uh oh no, it's just a joke. Uh, yeah. I don't think they actually eat small breakfasts. Because yeah. <laughs> one egg is enough. No factual basis. <laughs> uh, so, why did the the French chef kill himself? I don't know. Hit me. Because he was a bad cook. Uh, because he lost his huile d'olive. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's pretty good. I, Evan, I Evan take just no credit for fist it. Fist pumped for for those listeners <laughs> yeah. at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have like yeah some way to to visualize that. I'll put a little. No, you can't put gifts in a podcast. I heard, <laughs> I, I heard the funniest Louis C.K. bit. I, I think it was on his um like from his show from Louis, but he's talking about how as a grown man who's now divorced and in the dating world, whenever he asks a girl out and she says yes. He still does the like little elbow like fist motion like <laughs> yes yes oh yeah. She said, yeah and he's like I only ever see um, tennis players and golfers do that no and it's because they don't have anyone to high five when they score a point they Aww. do the same motion but there's no one around that can high five it's not like you're on a team where you can all like hug each other if you score hmm. <laughs> it's golfers and tennis That's players so who, do the, who do the same motion but then yeah huh never thought of that. Thanks, Louis. I uh, have you heard the the Radio Lab about the invention of the five the high five? Yeah, they, they really had no conclusions about yeah, it. Yeah, it kind of. It, 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 you <laughs> listen to Radio Lab? Um, I have in the past, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I have an, I'm an avid listener. Get out. I like it. I just you know. It's pretty good. They they just updated the patient zero one. Oh yeah 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 with with Ebola. Yeah. Ooh. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Sounds you know, like a fun romp. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. The, 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 the scare, I don't want to say tactics, but like the way that the media presented, um, uh, Ebola was kind of disgusting. Yeah. It wasn't but, great. But here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. It's even more disgusting that they stopped reporting about it now that there's, it's not in the States anymore. It's like, it's still happening, and it's fucking worse. Oh, it's God. worse. It's just getting worse, but people are like, whew, thank God. Yeah. Well, we're like, white people, so. Yeah, exactly. Whoo. And see, I, I can't even tell you that I've taken enough time to look into it recently and see what the hell's happening, but. I don't, I, 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 I'm really not informed either, but um, I, I agree that that is pretty fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I would put people myself like, in the underinformed box, for sure. Yeah. I, Here we I, are talking into microphones. We're like, we don't know what the fuck's going on, but... <laughs> well, here's the thing. Nobody asked us to talk into microphones. That's True. that's the thing. We got nothing to talk about, but that's kind of the, the point. And the basis of all the hilarity. 
that ensues. <laughs> Man. Very Seinfeldian. Yeah. Podcast about about nothing. Yeah, and yet without any like really cool story arcs or great A, B, and C plots. Or Larry David. True. Okay. We could change that. Well, uh, we we do have whiteboards. We can we can try to construct some kind of of story. Oh, yeah. Arc. What happened to the whiteboards? Uh, there's they're right behind you, and there's I a pen. I don't have any oh. ideas to talk about this week, but um. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I was thinking we could just like Skype in Larry David. Sure. Have him on Skype. Uh, no, but I I could. Okay. Oh, we could talk about uh, Tara. 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 Ta- Pass me my phone. Who? Oh yeah. So. Tara. We or, had a or Tara, uh, we were we were making pizza. How do you pronounce that name? T A R A. Tara, Tara, hundred percent Tara. That's really interesting. I knew one person who was called that, and she was very strict about people calling her Tara. Interesting, but she was probably only so strict because the conventional pronunciation. That makes perfect sense. Is Tara. Yeah. Hey. Uh, so, uh, Andrew and I were making uh, pizzas and playing scruples last night. <laughs> <laughs> It was yeah. a hell of a Tuesday. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty righteous. Sounds like um, a blast. It was actually great. Uh, so, uh, Andrew and I, sometimes we like to just sit next to each other and browse Tinder. Oh, sweet. Um, we spent way too much time together. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the truth comes out. Uh, so, uh, what, what, what was the contest of this? You presented it to me. Huh? Oh, um, I have it on, on my Tinder right here. So I'm just Tindering away. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Um, I, I usually, well, not usually. I, I, I used to do the like machine gun where you just like everybody. <laughs> oh, interesting. And then okay. you just negotiate the matches. Right, right. Because it seems to be more efficient. However, I just pre- get perpetually disappointed in all of my matches. So now, I've, now I'm more selective. But, um, uh, okay, so, oh, no. She doesn't exist. She she went off. Okay. Like, she unmatched you. So okay. Yeah. So here's the thing. It was it was uh, yeah. uh, uh, three pictures of what was very clearly three different girls, <laughs> and so my original uh, theory. Not even they weren't even remotely the same. Like one of them had like super curly hair. One of them was blonde. The other one was like they were all completely different. Well, hey, wait. Girls change their hair all the time. Just that's the caveat. But they were very different people. Three completely different pictures, basically. Are you sure her name was Tara? Well, okay, was- so here, here, here we go. Like Andrew's like, this is really dumb. Who the hell would, who the hell would have three different pictures? I was like, Andrew, let me impart some wisdom onto you. I've been trying to like have cyber sex on the internet since I was thirteen. Naturally. This is definitely a guy because techniques that that guys will or that uh, <laughs> I've had some experiences in the past where it's been proven to me that. Just because somebody says that they're a girl on the internet doesn't mean that they're a girl on the internet. What? I know. No. It's crazy, right? Wild. It's crazy. Uh, so I was like, D- no, this is a guy. He, he's going to like, you know, give give his like Skype address and then say his camera doesn't work and then get you to like jack off on camera and then be like, Haha, I'm a dude. <laughs> uh. Psych. Psych. Um, anyway. <laughs> So I was like, okay, well, no, swipe right, like, like this person, and then, and what did she say? Uh, no, I had already. It was a match that oh, popped okay. up. So I was then, I, yeah. So uh, there, there were all different pictures, and then out of nowhere, she messages me first saying, "This is kind of weird, but do you want a sext?" Whoa. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> sure, but which one of these photos are you? And then it, does, it doesn't address that at all. Uh-huh. And then I, that's I think at that point. I, then she gives her number. She's get right. Whoa. Right and off the bat. so. Andrew was a little unsure about putting it on his phone. 
Uh, but I, I like living on the fucking edge, man. Evan's way more edgy than me. No, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's just because I have unlimited texting or something. I don't know. I, I felt okay with it. I was just interested in seeing where this went. So I added her. Or I added her number in my phone and said, hey. Montreal it's, number? It's, it's Andrew. No, it was like it was a, a Toronto it was like a five, 581 or something. something. Like that, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I was like, uh, hey, it's Andrew. She's like, so should we chat for a bit or just get straight to the dirty stuff? I was Whoa. like, dirty stuff. And here, I might as well just read this out. It's kind of funny. Excellent. Read the whole conversation. Okay. So, hey, it's Andrew. Hey, what's up, hon? Do you want to chat for a bit? Question mark, question mark. Oh, go right to the dirty stuff. Wait, question mark, that's, question what, mark. that's what she said or you said? This is what she said. Oh. Um, and then I said, how dirty can you get? And then she said, dirty can be good. And I go, what are you wearing? And she says, I'm wearing almost nothing, lol. And I said, can I see? And then she says, I'm feeling horny, to be honest. Me too. I'm home alone. Still hot from the shower. I got a... C-A-M, if you are in the mood for some hot private fun. I want the dirty stuff. Add a dolphin. Add a dolphin to the story, please. Kay, I cannot take this, lol. We have to see one another right now. What's your C-A-M screen name? Let's talk about dolphins, please. Dolphin boners. <laughs> Actually, here's my cam profile. MyVidLive.com. Connect. Just accept my invite, and I will make a name, and it will take it straight to my cam. I use this site to play on because I don't want to be recorded. This site does not allow users to record. You know? Totally. What do you think about dolphin sex? <laughs> I think it's hot. You know? This is Andrew at this point. Come over, <laughs> lol. I'm horny. Wait. Are you a dolphin? Card is just to prove you're an adult. You will get it in for free through my profile. No worries. Because that would be hot. Do you accept dolphin credit cards? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when you're done. If you need help, I'll be getting sexy for you. Okay, wink. You get my pics? And then nothing. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a real girl. It's a robot. That's the thing. Here, like, the, the dolphin thing was not just out of left field. Like, you... you We're not you, just into dolphins. That. No, no. At least not <clears throat> on Tinder right away. Well, I don't know, man. If I, you never know. Whatever, man. Who no, knows? No Maybe judging. you'll meet a really nice dolphin one day. No judging. Whatever. Definitely. Uh, but it was just like you start typing random stuff in, and if they don't acknowledge the random stuff, then it's just a robot. Definitely. Uh, so, you know what? Though I don't know. Maybe if I did go to this website, enter in my credit card number, I could have met the love of my life. Definitely, and she could have totally accepted your dolphin fetish. Yeah, you know, dolphins are smart enough that this could have just been a dolphin. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! You know, you know. I Maybe that's why that. uh, the dolphin didn't acknowledge it because, mm. you know. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, totally. When you kept on saying dolphin, they just kept on hearing like. But yeah, it's one like of me. you know, you put like uh, like a photo of yourself that's a little bit thinner and younger and mm -hmm. cooler looking than you actually are on an online profile, and somebody says like, so like you know, like you look hot, and you're just like, you don't want to be like, yeah, actually, I'm like you know, like thirty pounds overweight now, and like I've lost all my hair, and like I've got meth teeth. And, so, like, you just want to have the opportunity to, to meet the person in the flesh, right? Of course. Yeah. This person just didn't want to be like, actually, I'm a dolphin. Oh, Tara. Yeah, it was definitely a robot. Um, anyway. The, the funny thing is, is that a friend of mine just got Tinder, um, who is a person, I can verify that, and a uh, total A friend babe. of yours? No, no, no. I mean, I'm... I can be open about the fact that I have Tinder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wouldn't just describe myself as a total babe. <laughs> no, you're a babe. You got it. Thanks. Thanks, Ev. But, don't worry. But if I if I thought I was a babe, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't broadcast it. The point is, she's a total babe. <sighs> sure. 
And uh, she was like, I'm going to put three different photos of myself where I have different hair in each one. Uh-huh. On my Tinder, and I was really hoping that you were gonna that this was gonna end up being. It would have tied oh. together. Wait, was her name Tara? No, her name's Jana. Oh, no. oh, okay, that's close though. Mm-hmm. We could have been just like so like. It wasn't just the desire. hair. I'm not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. stupid, but not, you know. <laughs> but her hair different. The hair <laughs> was different than well, the she, other one. Well, she's gotten lots of people being like, "This is not the same the same girl," and she's like, hmm. "No, I'm pretty sure it's the same girl." Like, have you? Have you <laughs> well, you're an idiot. I didn't want to date you. Anyway, have exactly. you or her? Because this is always very interesting to me. Because my Tinder experience has always been uh, well, just completely empty. Like I, mm-hmm. this is why I was I was talking to Lily and you actually. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so I've got this plan. I was I was telling you both. Uh, I don't want to take a good picture of myself because it's connected to Facebook, and I don't want to be like. Just like post one picture onto Facebook and be like, mm-hmm. just, create, just create a Tinder album and call it that. So it's on your profile. I guess, but. I guess. But anyway, I just, I think I'm a lot cooler than I am. So like, I like projecting this online personality of like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm like super aloof and I never write statuses. Um, Obviously. Even just saying that just I, totally negates any coolness Maybe. ever. It's no, okay, it no, really does. I'm willing to admit it. Nobody, it's okay. Nobody thinks that about you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if they do, like we said before, nobody is listening to this fucking podcast. So whatever. It's out there. Um, so I w- asked Lily first. I'm sorry, Andrew. Uh, could you just like take a, a really good picture of me and post it like secretly <laughs> secretly and so then i could like of me making yeah. tea yeah like, exactly exactly that's exactly which how you it forgot went. last time before no. you left you were supposed to we were supposed to do it no this is how it went this is how it went. <laughs> did okay. you get a photo well no. what happened was evan said we were started talking about tinder because i was like you know i'm back in the tinder game you know trying to get out there <laughs> <laughs> get some matches <laughs> maybe start a fire and uh, Evan was like, like <laughs> well played. <laughs> yeah. Evan was like, you know, my problem with Tinder is that I just don't have photos on Facebook and it's connected to Facebook and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Evan. And he was like, I don't want to post my own photo. And I was like, dude, I'll take your photo. I'll put it on Facebook. It'll be no big thing. And he's like, okay, cool. Take a photo of me at work. And I was like, yes, absolutely. And I offered tea before I left work. <laughs> you're right, you're right. And I you were like, you no, down. I'm surrounded by tea and wearing an apron. That's awesome. Let's not do this right now. No, it's like, the no. daintiest place on the... In, like, it's great. It's Very great. dainty. It, but it's like little teacups that if you touch the wrong way, it might just break. I've you never know, broken a teacup, so I wouldn't jam. have anything Totally. Yeah, I know, but you know, they are breakable. Just saying. I've heard. Yeah, I've <laughs> <A lot>, heard. <laughs> well, my problem with... It, a lot of my... Um, photos on Facebook of myself are usually just with my friends and I'm usually taking a really like affectionate photo with like my face rubbing into my friend's yeah, face. Yeah, giving them a little a little nizzle a little nuzzle or just like my arm around with like Yeah, I've got too many of those too. I take just like really like ambiguously gay photos. Ambiguously gay photos. There so if I go. use those one those I put and I, I put those on my Tinder because I thought they were just funny and would would be would work. But and then like, somebody gave you some advice. And some and like <laughs> two or three different people are like the people they're just gonna think you're gay. You know? And I'm like, oh I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So, and then uh, otherwise, like, what else do I have on? It's like, ooh, cool photos from like Twin Peaks or something that I put on Facebook or whatever. Like, I yeah, don't have a lot yeah, of like exactly. Mm-hmm. But anyway, where this was going is like, I am w- so curious to hear a girl's version of the Tinder experience, which mm-hmm. is what I'm assuming. I'm just gonna give you my assumption first. Uh, every person that you swipe right to, it's a match. Right, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty okay, much, yeah. And do you get just like a barrage of like, 
want to see some pics you want to hook up like what are you doing on this site like blah 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 like what 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 what, tell me about it i'm very curious um i think i got that a lot before like the last time i had tinder when i was like just really excited about the prospect of people matching with me and i was like oh my god people think i'm hot this (laughs) is awesome (laughs) yeah exactly totally in it for the ego boost but now i'm like very selective and like i actually don't get a lot of weird pervy crap because Mm. i I hit like on so few people. Good. I mean, I definitely do. People will be like, I really like sex. And I'm like, really? Oh, no wow. Way. No way. Cool. Have you Is heard that of something you're called. You're a human on Tinder? <laughs> you heard of something called Bye Felipe? No. Okay, so oh, yeah. it's an Instagram uh, page <clears throat> dedicated to just like. Girls trolling gross okay, guys. The, right? the, newest, the newest picture on my, on my feed is um, the guy says, please, PLZ. No. Please, PLZ. No. Yes. No. Now, bitch. <laughs> and just like all of them are so good because it's usually like wait, what the is, guy. I don't understand. What is it? It's an Instagram thing. It's an Instagram thing of screenshots of people's girls' really? Tinder experiences. Let me just mm-hmm. let me just pick one out here, uh, because it always starts with like the guy being really nice, like, "Hey, you look really cute. Would you want to do a date or something?" And she's like, mm-hmm. uh, "Well, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Fuck you, bitch." And so <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I here was, we go. The guy says, "Nice Rams hat. How about to put a ram on that ass too?" Uh, what? Don't worry, this ram's only got one horn, but trust me, it's a long one. Oh, Don't no. think so. Think again, bitch. Drop those panties like it's 9 11 and I'll oh raise a tower for you. Ugh. Does he know what happened on 9 11? Because no towers were raised that day. They, they, yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah, this guy is a little. He should, he should have made a more clever reference to the Freedom Tower. Definitely. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I do definitely get that. Like a guy who's like, "Hey, babe, you're hot," and you just don't respond, and he's like, "Oh my god, you're such a cunt!" Like I've heard of that oh, happening a lot that's... too. I, in fact, I was having a conversation with somebody on Tinder about that happening and like how guys just get really mad when they don't respond, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And oh shit, sorry. I was like, having "You better not. You better not ignore me. I'll be. I'll be furious." Oh, you said that. Yeah. Well, I I was pretty good at making my sarcasm clear. Right? Okay, here's another one. This is just all, all, all the guy. Um, <laughs> I love this one. Yeah. Uh, so the the from October 21st to November 17th, uh, in you know pretty pretty regular intervals, intervals. We invent new words on the show sometimes. Yeah, don't worry. We edit it. If you make a mistake, you, we can just cut it out, and we'll, it'll be minor Andrew's voice adding the correct grammatical. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey there. October 21st. <laughs> October 22nd. Want to hook up? November 2nd. Want to hook up? November 17th. Hey, bitch, you speak when I talk to you, understand? Oh, my God. Oh. It, it, what, it's funny to look at, but at the same time, what is really terrifying to me is that I feel like it, it's like a little peek into this underlying um, like male entitlement that's like just because you exist I, you, you gotta fuck me yeah you know and it's like i feel like in public hopefully these these guys aren't as cavalier about how extremely sexist no, they are there's no way it'd be like but what's scary is that the, it, that it's in there you know this is like a little window into their own fucking messed up what they're you know, actually thinking. world you know yeah. just like yeah. holy shit i was just looking on my tinder because I had a very similar train like this that was like all the dude over right, and over right. again. And it's like starts off really nice being like, hey, like it looks like you're into film, like blah, blah, blah. Like, 
hey, let's talk about you movies. Didn't, you didn't respond to that? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no. Um, <laughs> um, See, this is this is what we well, got to deal with on Tinder. No, man. Bullshit, man. <laughs> well, my, <laughs> my self-description on Tinder was imported directly from my Facebook at right. first. Right. Um, which I didn't realize. And my Facebook self-description is pretty funny on Facebook, but then, like, kind of inappropriate for Tinder. Okay. Well, I studied film for my sure. undergrad, and my Facebook self-description was in film studies for the sex scenes, which on Facebook is funny and <laughs> yeah. cute, and on Tinder, you just get all the perverts. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this dude was like, oh, you're in film studies, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, blah, 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 blah. I like and then, sex scenes, too. Oh. Exactly. And then... Which is how I got the <laughs> I like sex comment, <laughs> but um, but this guy like he starts up talking to me in English because like obviously like my language of choice on Tinder was English, sure. and then eventually he devolves into this rant in French that's like nobody fucking talks to me, and it's like can we please uh, hear it? Oh, okay, it- I was just looking for it, but I I unmatched him okay, after, the, after the last he, when he he just switched into French and was like I just don't understand why no one talks to me, you stupid bitch. Like, well, there like, you just I, answered your own exactly. question. So, yeah, <laughs> it's so interesting because like what how you make an angry post like that on the off chance that no no it's not on the off chance. That's when you just say point of no return she's not talking to me so i guess it's so like I a get, level of acceptance so i'm just in like a way. i'm gonna express my frustration for like no real reason yeah totally i think okay. people kind of do that in real life too you know right for sure but yeah it was weird there were le- at least like 10 messages before this last one and it it's <laughs> oh kind of God. satisfying like there there's a huge level of satisfaction i think this is why hashtag by felipe exists yeah. because like watching guys like who are obviously huge assholes just get progressively angrier and angrier and having nothing to do with it is a wonderful sensation. It's a wonderful sensation and it's like it, it's nice to see from afar voyeuristically and knowing that these people will never meet and there can be no fucking violence in this yeah. situation because that's when it gets fucking weird. Just like, bitch, I bought you dinner. I was like kind of nice to you i didn't wear my hat backwards i put it on forwards yeah. for you all fucking night <laughs> yeah. i did baseball was on <laughs> and now you want to go home what the fuck i bought i bought your sex yeah what or the like, hell this, i bought this bitch a drink and she wouldn't let me give it to her in the ass like what the yeah. fuck yeah god like, damn oh. it yeah. should have got her a double come on man <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i've definitely i have gotten have, totally rapey shit on tinder have you ever like, oh. gone on a tinder date <laughs> um I have gone on two Tinder dates, but oh, this was a long time ago. Okay, so not, yeah, not okay, in the let, me, let me start though. How do you screen your potential date guys on Tinder? Like, what what are you what are you looking for? And like, right? Okay, well, technically, what do you have to? What hurdles do you have to cross? Right. Okay, so I guess technically I've gone on three Tinder dates. Okay, but um, but. One of the major screening things was that I actually already knew all three of these guys, or at least Whoa. I I had met. But you just had enough mutual friends because that shows up. Two of them, two of them I had already met, and one of them. Found you. Yeah, exactly. It was just like Tinder was a platform for us to anonymously express that we wanted to have. Oh, sex. weird. But um, yeah. So the first Tinder date I went on That's was so this strange guy. That you knew each other in real life, and then this anonymous, not quote unquote anonymous hookup site was the vehicle to actually with each other mm-hmm. it's funny. I feel like that kind of happens in real life too though you know it's like you meet somebody and then Tinder's like you know the digital party it's like oh I bumped into you like oh yeah. shit I didn't oh I didn't realize yeah totally 
Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. So the first Tinder date I went on was this guy who had asked me out in high school, like, once or twice, maybe. And I'd been like, no, thank you. (laughs) He was always, like, really cute, but there was, but he was, like, came on really strong. And I was Mm. like, ah, no. And then I was at home for Christmas last year, and we matched on Tinder. And uh, I was like, damn, he's still really cute. Why did I always say no to him? Uh And we went on a date, and I was like... You're still so cute. And then I was like, that's why. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So that was a, a non Did you one. recognize him when you clicked like on Tinder? Definitely. Okay. So I was like, whoa, still really cute. Might as well. In person, still really needy and desperate. <sighs> so it didn't, didn't go anywhere. Huh. No. And, okay. What, what? That's the thing that you just got to, you got to play it off aloof. You got to play it off aloof. And it's like, it's, it's. I think that, that maybe that's my problem. I think I come off too strong sometimes. But it's not even like alo- no, no, no. aloof. Like aloof is, different. is pretty easy to like detect. I think in other people when they're trying to like seem like this I don't way. really care about anything. Yeah, like I th- the important thing is to just like be a nice person and be cool with not being with anybody. Right. But enjoying that as a possibility. You totally. should write. You should rewrite the game. As that, just a pamphlet. Be a nice just be guy. Nice. Be happy. Yeah. Just be happy in your life. Yeah. Pursue your interests, and you, you know. That's the thing. I I think that, I I think it goes with both genders. Uh, when somebody is, just interested in their own shit, and you can just be like, not along for the ride, but like you're you're not. You're not the main vehicle for their happiness. Totally. You don't or the main like potential vehicle for their happiness, yeah. you know? Yeah. When you're not something that, that, that you can tell, like, oh, oh, wait, they have no hobby. Oh, shit, that means I'm their hobby. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. That's not cool at all. And you know people who are in relationships like that where it's like, what do you do all day? It's like, well, I'm just like with my... With my you know what, though? If it, if, it, if, it, if it's kind of not a mirror image, but you can match like that. Two people with no yeah. hobbies... Then they have great, man. Common. Great, like, it's like, sure. it's like the, just hang out all day. It's like an Annie Hall, where it's like, how do you guys make it work? It's like, well, I'm really superficial. I have nothing interesting to say. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, I'm exactly the same way. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> you know what's funny though is I'll, I'll see sometimes on uh, like Tinder profiles uh, under hobbies is Netflix. Is that is that really is that a hobby? Yeah, I guess I guess it's I a mean, hobby if you're doing it like for three hours a day. I support that. It's yeah. a really common thing. I would thing never that, say that. <laughs> yeah, don't admit it. Come on. <laughs> it's a really common thing that people say. Like, what are you doing right now? Uh, it's like, um, oh yeah, Netflix. Because if it occupies that much of your time, yeah. I guess it is sort of a hobby. But like, it's not yeah. like you get something you can get really good at. Yeah. You know? No. You're, well, like, you cultivate your... You getting know. really good at like getting set. through the recommendations, which are bullshit, and finding really good content. I have a highly curated Netflix account. Uh. Actually, I've totally fucked mine up because I... I was really high one night and I saw, I was just like scrolling through aimlessly, not even in suggestions, and I clicked on uh, Puppy Party, <laughs> which is just an hour and a half of different puppies in a in a little make-believe party, and a guy narrating like, this is Ginger, he's a German shepherd, he loves to run, look at Ginger in the bath. Oh my gosh. And just, so now I've got so like Barney, and sh- uh, well I watched Puppy Party and then Kitty Party and then realized I just should probably go to bed 
That sounds excellent. It was so so good. It was so so good <laughs> because it, it was it, it was the happiest thing that ever been that had ever been filmed. Obviously, in the entire planet. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So, if we can leave Netflix for a moment and go yeah. back oh, yes. to Tinder, let's get off. Now that I have divulged my Tinder account. And wait, I want to hear the other two stories though. Oh well, one of them it was just a bad date. We got like wasted, and then well, actually in the world of dates, it could have been a lot worse. We got really drunk in the neighborhood, and then like watched Superbad. Sweet. Great film. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the best date of all time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess it was bad because I he was like, we should definitely smoke weed. And I was like, oh, we should smoke weed. I'm not really good at weed. Oh, right, right. And he was like, no, you should definitely smoke weed. Weed is a hobby. You can get good at smoking weed. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah no, that's true. <laughs> I can't. So that made it a bad date. You hard yeah, I've given um, that hobby up. And then the next date was a guy who I matched on Tinder but knew in real life. And then he was like, wasn't going to go on a date with him. And then he asked me to go see a sick movie. I was like, definitely. Which? Bonnie and Clyde. The, the like, 1960s yeah, 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 yeah. Fade Dunaway. And Cinema du Parc? Uh, no, but close. It was like Same a series. Shit. Of, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. Anyways, so I was like, definitely, and now we're just we're friends. He's a chiller. But um, That's cool. Okay, but now that I've divulged that, these mm-hmm. very unremarkable, I only went on dates with people <laughs> I know stories. That's okay. Have you guys been on Tinder or internet dates? Let this guy. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll start by saying no. You've never done got it, went on a date. No, man. Uh, nobody fucking likes me. <laughs> no, seriously. Maybe. I think no. We're gonna get you that photo. Too. You almost Listen. did though, but then you like blew her off. Uh, uh, that's true. That's true. And then there was another potential that like we. It was great. You just she, gotta say yes. No, I on. know. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. That that's just like my. I get really drunk and uh, just talk about how you gotta say yes to everything. And blah blah. Like all high and mighty. Anyway, uh, but no. Her her only picture on Tinder was this picture of her with her hair in front of her face. I was like, oh my god, this is the girl. And so I was, that's I was such like, a red flag, though. No, it was. Well, wait, what was, was her name? This is the thing. I don't remember this was last year uh but yeah her hair was in front of her face and i just you know sent some message about the fact that her hair was in front of her face and like what are you doing on a dating profile with this and blah blah blah. anyway we would text for like multiple hours every single day just about innocuous bullshit and like one of those connections where you would be texting like you'd be in bed probably sleeping but you're just texting for like an extra three hours and then it's four o'clock in the morning it's just like I've never met this person. I've never seen her face. So anyway, I got way too drunk. It was like right... It was right... Holy shit. It was the, the night before we had our uh, Chinese food Christmas dinner last year with Johnny Walker. You the, told me about that Christmas yeah. It was the <laughs> night before that. Yeah, the night before that I had also gotten really drunk and ended up just being like, we need to fucking meet. We like, we need... Like, and like texting her. And then I remember one of her texts was like, Oh my god, I've never had somebody be so incessantly interested in in meeting me. What? And I read that as like a compliment. <laughs> I kept going. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, it just it stopped from there. She never texted me back and I realized what an idiot I was the next day and so never texted her back. So, who knows. Okay. Anyway, that was my only experience. Okay. Uh, you got some good tales. I've, I've yeah, uh Oh, no. Let me take my glasses off. I'm currently taking Evan's Tinder photo, just yeah. to be clear, guys. You, just, you know, it's too Gian Gameshi-like. Okay. Hi there. <laughs> Hi there. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Tinder story. Um. So, well, yeah. So, I, I've been on Tinder for a while. I, I like it a lot. as It's just like a time waster. and I, Like, I don't even... I get so few matches that I... <laughs> 
I don't even. I just like it's like playing hot or not on the internet to me. It's just like <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, okay, boop, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. and I just waste time. Mm-hmm. And uh, but every once in a while, I do get a match, and I've I've been playing around with different like intro like saying things like whether you actually try to like say something funny mm-hmm. or this and that. But I I just go with yo, what's up. Nice. as my go-to sure because it's so simple it's so innocuous. it's pretty innocent it's pretty innocuous it's like you know um but it's it's different though because with tinder that you can do that because it's just like a chat app yeah mm-hmm. but i feel like okay cupid if you just go yo what's up that's not you can't really do that you have to put more thought into your message you're an okay cupid yeah oh i've never met i never any, went that far i've never met any, anybody i created like tons of tons of profiles all over the internet wow and then i realized you have to pay for a lot of them so <laughs> <laughs> anyway so anyway um tinder's the best one but uh because it's just so it's so quick and uh so i met um one girl who was a she was a model from oh, montreal mm-hmm. and she mm. was like in cjep or had just finished cjep and we like for for anybody listening who isn't from quebec that's like post high school pre-university um grade Grade 12 and 13, yeah, kind of. Yeah, grade 13-ish kind of thing. And it was a very formulaic, like, casual internet relationship. Like, I feel like we both kind of got out of it what we wanted. Like, we didn't have a lot in common, but she was very attractive. And um, we, like, went out on a date. We went to the Big in Japan bar and just, like, drank some whiskey and, you know, sort of got to know each other. And then she had a car, which was cool, so she drove <laughs> she, she drove me home, which was great. Oh. And, uh... And that then, rules. And we she drove you home. I didn't even. Did didn't you even, give her a hand job in the car? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, 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 sort of leaned in to like kiss at the end, but then because she's French, she read it as like the, oh, the goodbye the kiss. Oh, oh rough. yeah. And you're like, no, but no, no. That's not. Maybe like she that. didn't read into it. Maybe that's just maybe, like her. Maybe she like, just like chill way of playing deflected. it off. She just yeah. deflected it. So that, that I was kind of like, oh no, what does that mean? But then. Uh-huh. It was like whatever. I say goodnight, and then and then we met up again, and we went to uh, another trendy bar, the No Name Bar, oh. and drank <laughs> there for a while, and then uh, yeah, then I guess she had like decided in in her head that I can sleep with this person, so then we just went home and had sex, and then said goodbye, and then she like came over a few more times, and it was very like very casual. What happened? And then she like went to Milan. Oh, to do work. yeah. You were telling me that's one of the reasons yeah. why it was so yeah. relaxed is because you knew she was leaving, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, sort of. I mean, it was sort of just that way anyways, but right. that was, a, that was part of it. And, uh, so you've already won. I, I'm, I, anyway, I mean, you've well, got more, well, you've got more. Well, no, like what happened, what the happened though was I, Andrew's a player. Ooh. No, <laughs> I, uh, I kind of fucked it up though. And I feel, I feel bad about this. But she was leaving to Milan, and so, like, she was leaving in, like, a few weeks. So, like, I, I messaged her a few times, being like, yo, we should hang out. She's like, nah, I'm busy. I'm like, okay, fine. And, and I messaged her again, like, a couple of days later. I was like, yo, what, do you want to hang out? When are you free? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, nah, I'm busy. I'm like, we should hang out before you go. Like, why aren't you taking whatever? I, didn't, I forget what I said, but... She's like, um... You speak to me when I'm talking to you. Yeah, and then she just never said anything bad. It was total bullshit. I, <laughs> I gave her a piece of my mind. But what, what happened was, I... <laughs> She she eventually said to me like, uh, I'm leaving. There's actually just other people that I want to see before I go. You're not a priority. That's huh. awesome, man. And I'm Honesty like, is so. Awesome. And I'm like, fine, cool. And I wish I had left it at that. But I kind of did my own version of the angry like no. tirade. 
And here's the weird part. What'd you do? What'd Wait, you say? this is the Milan girl still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is, it was pretty embarrassing, but I was like weirdly proud of myself after. Like, I thought I was being like really funny because I'm like, haha, fine, whatever. Oh, blah, blah. Uh, and I just said like a bunch of like stupid shit. That like I thought, what? Tell me. What, like, what, this is important. I'll, I'll read you the whole thing. It's actually like horribly, <laughs> horribly embarrassing. <laughs> That's what we're here well, for. Well, I mean, like, if you, you know, if she, like, hurt your feelings by blowing you off and you, like, you need to get it off your chest. And, like, but that's th- different th- than just, like, being a dick for an yeah, yeah, yeah. Without ever having been approached even uh, once. Yeah, exactly. With the possibility, Especially, like, like you guys, connect. like, hooked up. You went yeah. on a couple dates. You wanted to see her again. It's very... And then being upset is very different. So, wait, did you see her again after you had sex? Yeah, yeah, like, a okay, few times. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because that'd be different. Oh, yeah. That's Maybe you're so just really different. bad at it. Mm, maybe. <laughs> but a few times so there was it was a repeat yeah, yeah okay. it was a repeat she came like three times or something i'm just trying to find this sweet yeah yeah so um damn it I'm so, so anyway i just kind lonely. of like i said a <laughs> bunch of lonely. a bunch of things that i thought on the one hand was just like me being funny and also like testing her sense Andrew of humor pointed his finger into the sky at that moment by making a bunch of like crazy sarcastic jokes that i think you can't are hilarious. do that by text you can't text sarcasm but it just comes across so poorly <laughs> but it comes not only did it come across poorly i think it also just kind of like exposed me as kind of bitter and resentful you know <laughs> let's hear it let's hear it i'm trying to find you're like oh this is so funny and empowering and the next day you're like i sound so small <laughs> well i what happened was i showed it to my friend corinne because i was like look how funny i am and then she's like dude this is fucked up why would you say this <laughs> oh, and i'm like oh shit you're right Oh god, I can't find her in my phone anymore. Just search. You can search. I don't know, but I don't remember her contact name. Her, wait, her name? You remember? No, her I remember name. her name, but it's not in my phone under. Do you have her as her like name. Tinder number four? No, I just give silly nicknames to people on my phone and then forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but in so many words. So, uh, anyway, anyway, so she was like, um, she didn't really respond to my humor very well. And so she, um, then fuck her anyway, man. Right. So, so anyway, um, she's in Milan. You never think about it. Yeah. She was like, uh, oh, she like texted a, like, uh, okay, thanks. <sighs> with a question mark. I wish I could pull up what I actually found. I'm not sure. I'm not trying to like conceal it. No, but, it's okay. Um, I'll find it later. But anyway, so I was like, eh, okay, that. Mm, I feel like an idiot right now, but then you can help yourself to those like and then I, all I'm throughout the evening. <clears throat> and then I did, I did, I did a follow up Facebook message like a few weeks later, just because I still felt sort of weird about it. So I was like, I'm sorry if I was like off color. I was just trying to be funny, blah blah Ooh. blah. And she's like, don't apologize. That, that makes was, it even worse. That was really uncalled for. Uh, and I, just, I said, I was just trying to be funny. Rock on, have fun in Milan. Goodbye. And I never talked to her. Again. No, no, the apology definitely makes it better. Really? You think? Totally. Yeah. I feel like from somebody who don't know really well, it's it's like you've already I don't know. I think a few weeks later, it's like maybe if she thought you were being a dick, and then a few weeks later, you know, she was like, "Oh, this dude thought about it. He realized he was being a dick. Now I don't have to think he's a dick anymore, and you get to just like leave any and then, like yeah, yeah, weirdness behind, and then it's good." She will True. still have nothing to do with me, which is fine. <laughs> but like, it's it's ended on maybe a slightly more positive note. Also, you got to say what you were thinking after a few weeks, and now yeah, you don't have to feel just, weird about right, it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think right. I think that's okay. Um, so yeah, so that was the end of that story, and then um, I had another match with um, a girl on Tinder, and we went on a couple of dates. And like the first date was, what did we do? We went to um, like 
fucking big in Japan bar or someplace like that. I forget. <laughs> That's your go-to. It's kind of my go. It's a good date bar. You feel like you're in a James Bond movie. Well, yeah, exactly. You're, you're going through like the door, the bread door, with yeah. no sign. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. One of these, one of the, one of my three Tinder dates asked me to go to Big in Japan with him. So it's perfect. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. It's yeah. pretty a cool good. bar. Yeah. Um, but no, no, that's not where we went. We went to, oh, um, the place on Park. It's like a wine, Bouvetche Simon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. One that's right beside Ide, so you can go to Ide and feel fancy, but not be fancy. Exactly, exactly. So that was the same thing. And this was an interesting one because her photos were kind of ambiguous as to what she looked like. It was kind of hard to tell. Hmm. Like, it could, guy, it could guy, kind of go either way. I like you know? that a lot. So I was actually super... Ne- <laughs> Sorry. I was actually, <clears throat> I was actually like, super nervous and, like, felt really bad. And I don't know why. Because you felt that, like, if she wasn't up to your standards, you might not have a good that time. That might have been part of it, but it was more just, like, the anticipation of the date. And I, like, just ate something my stomach wasn't feeling oh, right oh that's bad and I like I like had a pre little were you farting I had a beer <laughs> before farting? I went to the bar just to like I, so I could be sort of relaxed but were then that farting? just didn't sit I wasn't farting okay but I just, <laughs> I felt, I really so, I just felt so horrible going up to it I was like nervous and like shaking and like my the beer I drank was just uh, not sitting well see, you know I'm so jealous of the guys who can have the pre-beer because I always want to have a beer before I go on dates I think but it's a good idea it's, it's a, the best idea it's a great idea but I do not have the constitution for that as a five four female just like have half a beer if you have a beer before a date then you just cannot keep up on the date and then you're like the weird really drunk no 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 i keep up that that's like a weird thing too like if that the guy you're with wants to keep drinking and drinking don't feel pressured no i'm talking like them. like not like an not like a unreasonable amount of drinks just right like right you get to your like second or third and you're like Nope. Okay. I'm drunk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, I guess it's different being a little larger. So anyway, I, I I was feeling really ill and like I didn't want like I I wasn't in the date mood you know like mm-hmm. I just like sure. felt physically ill and I'm like oh no what am I doing? You weren't feeling yeah. fun and flirty. No. no, I just kind of want to go home and like uh, just kind of take a nap maybe and talk to my room. I don't know. And so <laughs> talk to your I'm, room. I'm like, I'm, my, room, my roommate is what I was gonna say. <laughs> But hey, room. So, so anyway, I'm I like, want to be I'm inside like, Fuck you it. so bad. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna go and force myself through this, and I'm, I'm, I was I was sure it was gonna be horrible. And so I I put a nice shirt on and I combed my hair and I, I went out and I was walking to the bar and like I was about to pass the corner. I was like a little early. You combed your hair. So yeah, I combed my hair a little. I put some some Moroccan oil in my hair to smell. To Do you smell have pretty. mine, by the way? No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the, we, you guys in your Moroccan <laughs> oil and sharing. All no, your I hair lost products. it. I lost it. So so anyway, I kind of like I kind of like dressed up myself a little bit, you know, and and uh, I started walking towards the bar. But I got there early, and I was like, I don't want to just be like sitting there. I hate that feeling of just like I'm there I'm now. here. Like, can I get you some? Oh no, I'm just waiting for somebody. Just waiting, <laughs> blah, 45 blah, blah. minutes later, uh-huh. still, and, still waiting. Uh, just waiting for a Tinder date. Yeah. Every single date I've ever been on, the girl is always at least 15 to 20 minutes late. You know, no, that's understandable. Which is fine. It doesn't. That's it fine. doesn't. It doesn't. 20 minutes. That's okay, 20. man. That's okay. As long as you acknowledge it. 20 minutes. And it's kind of cool. fine. Like, I don't yeah. mind it. But I was just like, I don't feel like sitting in the bar being nervous for like 20 minutes. So I'm just going to keep walking around until I hear from her. Sure. Because so, so I was walking around and I just like started <laughs> feeling more physically and physically ill to the point where I actually just like went behind. Um, it was like a like a school building and I just like puked my your guts Your nerves. Out. Yeah. Oh. It was your nerves. I just like puked 
and like no, it wasn't just like once it was just like blah and then it was just like a fucking Holy stream shit. of just like blah, 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 you felt blah, better blah, blah, afterwards yeah i felt amazing that's right it after. That's <laughs> sometimes you just need to fucking puke so badly yeah yeah and I, and I went i was like i feel great now i'm going on a date this is awesome here we go <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is gonna yeah, be yeah. great oh i hope she's good looking just and then like and so like i went yeah. in and i got a table and then and then she texted me gum? she's like where's the I I, mm, I just like rinsed my mouth out well in the bathroom. I didn't have any gum, so I don't know what are you sure. gonna do. Solid. Um, so then, yeah, then she texts me and she's like, "Oh, I don't, I'm here. Where's this place?" And then so I go out and I meet her on the street and she's like, "Fucking gorgeous." She's like, Damn. "So foxy and just like, oh, it was pr- it was like it was great." And uh, so then we just like had a had like a getting to know you date, blah blah blah, like what we do in Montreal, this and that, what shows we like, blah blah blah, and it was fine. And uh, and so I leave, and then I we she's going one way, I'm going the other way, and I'm like haha, and then I give, I give her a kiss, and here was the crazy part. <laughs> I like this part. I, I lean in and I, I kiss her, and by the time my mouth gets to where her mouth is, her <laughs> mouth is like wide open. Wow. <laughs> like, I'm like whoa, shit. I have to I like adapt to that. this. I was like, I'm, uh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and it kind of threw me. And I was like, oh no. Like, so anyway, uh, that was that. And then we have since slept together one time. And then we went to the art gallery another time. And like a day, we're doing like, you're a like good a, Tinder like a, date, like man. Date, you're taking like a, girls to the art gallery. Like a day yeah. date. Um, but it's, this has been a it's been a while. No, it's been a while, but it's very sporadic. I, I've only seen her like three times in like a couple. Have you of been months. in contact with her? Well, here and there. She's okay. like, I'm really busy, and then she does the thing where where she's like, I might be free on Sunday. I don't oh. I don't know yet. Hmm. And I'm like, on the one hand, fuck you. <laughs> other hand, on the other I hand, I don't really care. On yeah. the other hand, that's cool. Yeah. You care about yourself more than me. That's I that's kind of respect great. that. Yeah, right. that's great. She's playing aloof in yeah. the right way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not a priority. That's totally fine. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where like, every time I like said goodbye to her or like send a text message or talk to her on the phone, I'm like, it might be the last time I ever hear from her again. I don't know yet. <laughs> that's cool though. But man. then it just keeps happening. So you know. That's cool. Damn. See, you know what? I it was funny because I remember when you first got on Tinder, I was you were like, "How do you like approach a girl?" And I was giving you all these lines, and now you realize, and now I realize, I've never what? had any success on it, <laughs> and you're just fucking killing it. So maybe you should give me some advice. Uh, I don't know. You got some good pictures now, though. I've been cha- I change my pictures every day. It's horrible. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> I'm very insecure because like sometimes I'm like maybe I want to post a picture of me like in a play. But then I'm like, maybe that's stupid to most people. I don't know. But that makes you a little mysterious. Here's my here's my Tinder photos right now. Okay, let's see it. Uh, edit. No. Profile. Have you seen mine? Let's all look at all of our Tinder let's, photos. Okay, let's, let's well, rate we, each yeah, other's we will Tinder rate photos. Each other's this is what Tinder I just photos. did today. <laughs> Literally, you do change them every day. Yeah, for sure. Oh my god. So here, I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, well, fine. Evan can look at it first. <laughs> really what no I, oh, okay at? so that's the last one i thought that was the first one no 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 okay okay hey you like big black yeah dope that was just a photo on the yeah on my facebook from like actually f- like four years ago wow okay cool um i wouldn't i would swipe no just saying but i mean 
You're just not my kind of guy. Okay. That's fine. why we're friends. I think your Tinder photos are great, Evan. The first one, I think, is a problem. Really? So yeah. Just, I don't know. I'm like, I'm describe them, describe them for the listeners at home. Okay, for the listeners at home, number one photo, Evan on what appears to be a gorgeous rooftop or balcony somewhere, grilling meat. Yes. Side profile. Grilling meat. That's the first. Why is that a problem? Yeah. I don't know because I feel like like maybe people like if I don't know maybe people need to see like the full facial features like is your face symmetrical or not I can't tell from the side. I think your second picture is cooler even though you're less visible because it's just a sweet photo plus you're not wearing a shirt. I don't know what did I just get a text? Yeah. Can you tell me what it is? Uh yeah it's Clara Motel Evan just got off work. Oh great. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet photo. Followed by a party pick. Nothing wrong with that. Followed by... Oh, <laughs> uh, what was that? It says, did you fond someone? Uh, <laughs> I'm assuming no comment. <laughs> fond. Fond for the show? No, 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 no. Okay. It's all good. Anyways, followed by a photo of Evan in the middle of a party. Um, I think I'm trying too hard with the party pics. No, I think it's no, cool. No, people like me. Followed by a photo of you with a lot of fries somewhere tropical which is also cool oh yeah that one yeah so pretend you don't know evan mm-hmm. in life and you stumble across this profile on tinder be mm-hmm. honest do you swipe like i would probably swipe? S- swipe right okay yeah great can i can i see yeah. yes in the in the meantime here you can look at my tinder photos which i think are pretty bad okay that, <laughs> and it's, it's the syndrome of not having good facebook pictures of myself like i said it's a hard it's a hard task okay lily let's see yours okay. though Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. Oh, wait. Although your last picture is eerily similar to your first picture. Was that taken on the same day? No. Just Just same jacket. Jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, cool. Totally. Yeah. Banging. Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Okay, so now you don't have, like, the bullshit description, like, I like movies, blah, 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 Exactly. Blah. I, okay, I cool. took away the f- and film studies for the sex scenes because it made it sound like <laughs> I was trying to yeah. either just hook up or hook up and film it, which is <laughs> not, not a thing I want to broadcast. Yeah. I didn't even, that didn't even occur to me. I think these photos are great, Evan. I would totally swipe yes. I just the, don't the one, get any... The sw- one with I don't the guitar, any- though, is kind of pointless because you, you can't even see you. Andrew, I think your pictures are sweet, too. Really? Yeah. They're a little bit, like... I don't know. I like the one of you and your your mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's good. It, it means you've got and uh, this one. Soul. What one? The one of you at the drinking beer. Drinking beer and with two other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, looks like a thing I would do. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I think I put it towards um, girls just being far more selective and probably using it way less. Mm-hmm. Using it Maybe. less? Something? I don't know, man. One insight that I do have about the way the girls use it is that <laughs> I get so used to swiping no. Right. That sometimes I'm like, oh, that guy was so hot. No, oh. no totally. Totally. <laughs> I, now I can never. Love of my life. Him. Yeah. Gone. That's the thing. Can you imagine, like, that That, that might be on my tombstone. On my tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> on my tombstone. Might be written, mm-hmm. swiped left on the love of his life. Um, and then killed himself. <laughs> well, hey, well, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> if I had um, the ability to time travel or even like voyeuristically see like the fourth dimension, all the possibilities that I could have picked in my life, 
and that if, if a left swipe had some kind of negative <laughs> impact on my on my life, then I don't maybe. know, maybe I would. Okay. I actually have a great Wait, I need to see, story. I need to see your photos. I'd like, like to hear it, okay, though. Yeah. But yes, go ahead. Go on. Okay, I have a really good Tinder story that I'm only going to tell with the assumption that... Um, Sadly, I actually think I'm hotter in photos than I am in real life, which is, like, sweet, but also disheartening. Anyways, the photo, or <laughs> the Tinder photo, or the Tinder story, which I can only tell with the assumption that nobody I know ever hears this. No, no, no one ever on the planet will ever hear this. Amazing. This is all just for me and Andrew to listen to. In, over and over again. Over and over again. Okay. And Evan's ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! It it, that's a long. <laughs> that's a long story. She's like our friend now. Yeah. So no. Okay. It's, okay, it's, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that just, yeah. That, that sounded pretty like. Sounded horrible. weird. <laughs> no, it's all good. What's weird about that? No, just uh, she oh, doesn't have any music on her phone, so she uses my iTunes um, password, so she gets all my music. And she stumbles upon the podcast. Well, yeah. No, it just I upload it onto my iTunes, and she gets it on her phone. Blah blah blah. So she's our our test audience. A A plus on the Tinder photos. Thank you. So how have we not found each other on Tinder, by the way? Yeah. I'm, I was, I I was know. trying to remember. Or, like, if I, I had know. seen your before. I was trying to remember yours. But the thing is, like, A, I just get mechanically <laughs> like this. And also, a lot of my friends who are in long Also, I change them every day, like I said. Yeah. So you might have different ones. My, my friends get really excited that I have Tinder. And they're like, oh, my God, can I play it? I'm like, I guess so. And they're just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, go on, though. Okay. So the third Tinder date that I went on that I mentioned with this dude who asked me to go see a great movie and then we just became buds um just buds just buds or buds with benefits no we like we bwb we like made out twice but like uh i was sort of seeing someone else uh and uh it just never happened and now we're just friends and it's totally cool but um so i was talking to him on the internet last night and i was like lol i just matched with your ex-girlfriend on tinder <laughs> Yeah, because I have girls on Tinder. Because cool. I occasionally have girls in real life. Wait, but can you can you set your parameters to like Boys bisexual? Yeah. Oh, you can do it to whatever you want. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. The only thing you can't do is like people who don't specify the gender, which is a real bummer. But right. Okay, go on. Sorry. Sometimes yeah. I, I've I come across dudes that I know on in in my stream. Oh yeah, sometimes even when you set it for only one gender, you yeah. Well, because I, yeah. I think it's just fucking trolls being like, "I'm a girl." <laughs> yeah, that too. No, but it was this one guy I knew who was. Um, it, Maybe he set his parameters for Andrews. No, no, no. He, it was it was weird because it was a, a guy who stage managed a play, and we rehearsed a lot at his house, so I sort of got to know his know his, know his roommates. Um, and his roommate was gay, and then I saw him on Tinder. So does that mean that he set his thing to like? straight guys no if you set no. your thing to straight women that means that he identifies himself on tinder as a woman no, as no, a straight woman but you can't set it to like a specific orientation you can only set it to gender right so he, he well but no but i think the but then thing why is would that, well, so he doesn't specify him, his you gender found him, no he specified his gender as a woman that's the only way that you could ever or see that some, sometimes maybe it's a glitch sometimes when i specify it only to girls like which I haven't done in a long time, but like you get guys anyways. Like right. I think it, I think glitches just happen too. Probably, I guess. So much to learn about Tinder. <laughs> but go on. Was okay. that Was that your, the end? No, no. I so I was like, that. hey, I matched with your ex girlfriend, and he's like, whoa, that is so fucking weird. <laughs> and I was like, why? Like whatever. Both girls on Tinder. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. This is kind of NSFW. 
and I was it was like 10 p.m. I was like I'm not at work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait, wait. He said it was NSFW, not safe for work. Why? But why? Why? Well, she's getting to it, man. Okay. He was about to explain why it was so fucking weird that we matched. Okay. And he was like, "Well, when we were together, like she used to ask me, like." what i like if i fantasized about other girls we were having sex because that was like really hot for her to hear about sure what's her um, number what's that nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was like i never really felt comfortable with it but she really got off on it and it's like Whoa. okay cool like that's awesome for you guys he was like yeah so one time i told her that i like fantasized about having sex with you while i was having sex with her and now you guys are matched on tinder and i was like well what has come of this what has come of this is i was like you have a girlfriend now and you should not tell me that you used to fantasize about me. <laughs> me and her still matches. Okay, 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 okay. This is a topic that comes up quite often, but imagine a world. Mm-hmm. Imagine a world where... If you, if you will. If you will. For, for the sake of argument, that people didn't, didn't, weren't so hung up about boundaries... Oh yeah, you know, like why? Why can't somebody? Why can't I be like, yeah, I had this like really crazy sex dream about you last night. I would Not tell. Like, you, I would tell you if that happened. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally. would tell my friends. Totally. So. Oh, I'm right there with you. I mean, I'm in an open relationship. Um. It's it's but it, like, like <laughs> it's just it, no 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 you're you're laughing but, but like no, it, no, it's I something that comes agree. up and I think it's awesome and. I thought it was really sexy and cool that they got to talk about that. But I know, like... Just hearing it from him, that's, like, an odd kind of... I know, like, this guy and this girl, like, are pretty, like, monogamous. Right, right. Okay, 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 okay. And I was like, Alex... Oh, fuck. (laughs) It's really not going to say No last names. Nobody will ever hear this. I was like, listen, this is really fun and cool, but, like... That's I know a, that this would probably break your girlfriend's heart if she knew that we were talking about this stuff. Right. And he was like, right. oh my god, I'm a terrible person. We can't talk. Whoa. That sucks. And I was like, I didn't mean to make you feel bad. It's none of my business. I'm so sorry. <sighs> but I mean, I don't know. That's. I think everybody should just play scruples. Everybody should play scruples with everybody. Like, instead of shaking hand, be like, scruples. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, let's play some. Let's play some right now. You know what was weird, Andrew? Playing scruples with like um, the ethics of being in a relationship with an ex-girlfriend—that was weird. Is that what you guys did last? Whoa! Time? Yeah. I didn't even think of. You that. didn't think about that? I was no. sitting there just like squirming. Ugh. Oh shit! That didn't even occur to me at well, all. Well, good for you. Whoa! It was like. Were there any <laughs> hot questions that came out? No, not hot. Just like not what hot, was? Like, just like, like. Do you remember any specific ones? Uh. Um, if you found out that your significant other was more in love with you than you were, would you break Ooh. it off immediately? Oh shit! I remember that one. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, anyway, let's uh, who, get into. Do you remember wait, who who asked that question? Kogan asked it, and uh, <laughs> anyway, it was just like, uh, let's get to the next question. <clears throat> yeah, let's uh, let's move forward from this, please. Uh, the game of moral dilemmas. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really funny. Oh, God, that's so brutal. Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, okay, although, Andrew, you and I worked through every single one of these last night. Um, that's the thing. You can only kind of play it once. Well, 
I feel like there's more... Um, yeah, you guys should have just played Scruples for your podcast. Well, th- this is what I'd like to do right now. I'd like to present a Scruples question. Let's do it. And uh, you know what? I'm While I'm looking for this, maybe one of you can can um, come up with a... Uh, with one of your own scruples. That's the I thing. That's how it needs to evolve, I think, is you need to just start making up your own. Yeah. Uh, okay, so wait. I presented one to you last night, which I think is kind of interesting. Okay. Um, so, there in Africa, there is... Who's uh, they? I haven't said they. Okay. In uh, Africa. In Africa. There's no they yet. I thought you said they. They're in Africa. They, Africa. <laughs> uh, in Africa, there is a um, an old, sterile... Uh, rhinoceros um i mean he's uh, i guess he's the alpha rhino so he is not able to mate anymore he's sterile mm-hmm. and what he what the rhino is doing is because of territory issues he's killing fighting and killing all of the um all of the uh fertile potential mates um all the fertile male rhinos the young male rhinos that could potentially mate with the female rhinos and propagate the species. They're mm-hmm. endangered. So the the fact that they're endangered, this male rhino is is killing all the potential um, male rhinos that could propagate the species. You are the only person that can do this. You are offered the chance to shoot the this rhino to kill it mm-hmm. in order to allow the species to propagate. Do you do it? Is that the question? Do you do it? Well, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you'd, mean, you'd be able to absolve yourself of the guilt of shooting a, an endangered animal? For sure. I mean, as someone who's not a vegetarian, I sh- like, in a perfect world, everybody who eats meat should be okay with killing the animals. Right. In a perfect world. In a perfect world. And I really like that answer because I, I don't know, like, the, the, we're, we're getting on, in podcast realm and I was talking to this last night, but like, um... I don't know if you've listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-mm. Anyway, it, it it's kind of broy, but it's great. Um, the uh, like he's really really opened up some ideas talking with guys like Steve Rinella and and these people who are articulate are articulated about the fact that um, hunting isn't just like this you know macabre like super like gross thing to do. Like oh. no, it actually makes sense yeah so like if you are a person who eats meat like i am i feel like like you were saying in a perfect world you should be comfortable with the fact that you could you should kill something yeah like you know if like you're gonna eat it you should uh be able to stomach the actual idea that exactly of its death. exactly and if you can't then maybe you shouldn't be eating meat exactly and especially in this case if like uh you're killing it for the purpose of like creating way more lives, I, totally. That, that one, totally. And you know I would what? Like it, that. That's like just like this imaginary thing that ha- kind of happened recently. Like they auctioned off the ability to shoot this big. Apparently, king yeah. Apparently, it happens fairly often. Yeah. Like uh, there's there's societies where like. But people are up in arms about it. They're like, what? What yeah, yeah, you yeah, auctioned off? Like off. The, you but, somebody paid a million dollars just to shoot this rhino. Why not take a picture? But of it? then like, that money goes into preservation. Preservation, of species. Yeah. which is so awesome, like, especially compared to like pretty backwards like crazy but makes sense i don't even think it is like i feel like it's easy to be like oh it's so backwards because it's in africa whereas like what's more backwards like that one death or like factory farm exactly exactly oh no so yeah, when you're I hunting agree, something but... like say you're hunting a deer you spend months maybe years preparing and training on how to how to kill an animal quickly 
So you go into the forest, you know, like you get there before the sun rises. The sun rises and you're just sitting there. You're a part of nature. You're, you haven't like you've snuck in and you're just waiting for a deer to, to come across you. Maybe this deer has lived for six years or 10 years or whatever. In an instant, it's dead. It's lived its entire life free maybe never seeing a human in its entire life Mm -hmm. living free living a really good deer life doing what deer do (laughs) and then it's dead when any potential day it could be eaten by a coyote or fall off a cliff or whatever and you're making Uh, use of all and you're making use of it you eat it and and you have to go through all the gruesome work of like cutting it open and getting its guts out and blah, blah blah i don't think that's enjoyable for anybody and on the other hand you go to the grocery store and you get a steak it's not an animal. It's a steak. It's wrapped in plastic. This is a, a, a commodity that I can buy. And so I feel like if you eat meat, if you eat a burger, you've got no fucking right to to criticize people who are taking the lives of other animals. Oh, absolutely. Ethically. Like, which I, I think that's it. Ethically. That's the backwards part. Yeah, you're right. Like the fact that I'm today eating a hot dog and the fact that this is an animal doesn't even cross my mind once. I'm like, this is a fucking hot dog. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm not like. I wonder what part of the pig this is. I'm no, no. It, it's a it's a hot dog, and that that's weird. It's I like want to feel more connected to the thing. idea that yeah. like, you know, th- this this was a living being, and I yeah. can't even say this. Like about a hot dog, you've got to say these were living beings because I like, think of how many <laughs> thousands of animals are in that one hot dog. That's Ooh. fucked up. Yeah. And they've lived such a shitty life. That's all they do is like they walk around just like in shitty conditions they don't even walk around probably that's it they're just like dragging their assholes on the ground and getting infections like that's it's horrible and then like i remember food inc came out mm-hmm. and um i was with a, a girlfriend at the time and i wanted to see this movie with her and she's like no i can't watch that i was like what do you mean she's like no i, I can't watch it because it'll it'll make me feel horrible is food inc like, the one about the meat packing plant it's yeah it's about a whole bunch of things like it, but is it like narrative or documentary it's a documentary okay yeah, yeah. And she's like, no, I can't watch it because, like, it just makes me feel really bad. I'm like, well, yeah, you're supposed to feel bad. You know, like, that's the point. And she's like, no, like, I wouldn't, I like, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be, like, it would just really affect me. I'm like, well, no, it should fucking affect you. Right, but And if like, you can't watch what's happening to the animals that are being created to, like, give you, like, a little salt and meat fix on 4 a.m., then don't fucking eat meat, you know? No, like, I get it, though. It's like, you can recognize that, like, your morals are totally inconsistent. So, like, why why go down that path, right? Like, if we watch Food Inc. And we, I get it. Like, watching Food Inc. is basically, igno- and, like, a- agreeing with Food Inc. is, like, acknowledging, like... Like, I, you are, I am participating. That you're part in, of the problem. Like, the problem. I yeah. am consuming meat completely yeah. unethically. In a yeah. way that it's unethical for animals, for the environment, for, human, for the humans eating the meat, and for the humans producing the meat. And for just, like, the world. It's yeah. Like, Okay, yeah. so I have this, guy, so this like, idea. So if you can acknowledge that it's morally consistent, and you just like don't want to, you're like, it won't do me any. Like I'm not going to stop eating meat. It won't do me any yeah, good. Yeah, but you should acknowledge it. You should bear witness to it. You can acknowledge it without. It's it. better to hear the story than to not hear the story, even if it doesn't necessarily change the behavior immediately. Totally, it's it, better, you're just it's better to your own ignorance. Tell the point. story than not, yeah. for sure. So I was, I was talking to Andrew last night when we were walking home after our pizza scruples night. Nice. Um, I want to start a business that you make bug burgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Laugh all you want. But no, seriously. Um, 
Wait, bug? Bugs, like insects, like locusts or beetles or cockroaches. Maybe not cockroaches. Uh, I just don't think it would taste very good. No, I think it would taste great. Think of like, imagine like a, a like a, a veggie burger. Yeah. That, all that, oh, I've got lots. Lily. Can I swap you a tall can for a non-tall well, yeah, can? Yeah, you can. Sweet. Um, so, like, imagine a veggie burger, which is just like veg- some kind of like vegetable protein mixed in with spices and blah, blah, blah. So imagine that it was just like, crushed up locust mush in a patty with like great spices on a burger you know like your bread lettuce tomato i don't know maybe some vegan bacon or something i don't know i think that would taste pretty okay and like the the ethics of it i don't know people kill bugs i feel like nobody's worried about that anymore like I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like. I killed a spider the other day. I felt so bad. I don't. Yeah, I I don't kill them on purpose unless they're like really mean bugs, like wasps or something. But spiders are cool. Spiders are great. I feel like people don't have a problem with killing animals, like you say. Like if you kill a deer in a forest, it's like chill. They have a problem with like the way that they're raised. Exactly. So bugs, like I I don't quote me on these numbers, but I think they're fairly accurate for, for no guessing scientist listen but, uh, i think so to produce but my uh, scientific opinion <laughs> is this to produce 10 uh if you use 10 kilograms of feed uh you get about four kilograms of beef right for insects 10 kilograms of feed is something like nine and a half kilograms of of insects and so think right. of the ex- massive expanse of land. That's their whole body versus yeah. just the meat of a exactly. cow. Exactly. They're the land that it takes in order to raise a cow, the pollution that every cow creates, exponentially, you know, accelerated by the number of cows that we're dealing with, the waste products, the pollution, uh, and the fact that like I don't know, I don't want to argue the sentience bug versus cow, but I feel like it's it'd be a really good idea if we just started getting our protein from bugs. And people all over the world do it. It's just like a Western thing that we don't eat bugs because they're gross. Totally. But you go to you go to Thailand or something like that, and you can eat a fucking like you know a scorpion stick or something like that. I feel like the only way that you could do it is like start a restaurant with like subtle hints, like we're using alternative protein, and then wait for everybody to try it and be like, "Wow, this is the best burger I've ever had." But like, it's bugs. <laughs> that, that, I don't think that's very smart because then people would be like you deceived me yeah I would take the flack but then it, you, you with the flack would come free promotion and then so right. you'd get all the people being like you know what this guy's got a really good idea I'd bug try. burgers okay. I just okay. don't I'd think try it would a be bug burger hell, hell yeah but I don't think it would taste as good as a burger no it wouldn't nothing tastes as good as a burger nothing man. ever has tasted a as a burger with fucking American cheese slices and bacon on it oh baby just like there's nothing better what's your guys favorite burger Favorite burger, like in like place in Montreal, or like the favorite way to have a in, burger in the world, like that you've ever had, that I've ever had, that you can remember, that I can remember. Uh, I don't know. I, burgers are just continuously up there. Yeah, you know, like as long as it's got like nice thick bacon, a medium rare patty, like so, like okay. a patty that you don't have to worry about. Okay, fine, fine. Best burger in Montreal, Burger Deville. Really, really? Burger Deville. They're pretty good. Also, They're pretty good. Lawrence. I've never been there for a burger. Uh, Lawrence's burgers are super good and one of the items that aren't so expensive. But you can also buy their patties. That's it. At their and what I feel like is important about about Lawrence and Burger DeVille is that they don't it's not like a frozen beef patty. Mm-hmm. That they're worried about getting E. coli on. They take like a rib roast and they fucking grind it up fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Never freeze it. 
and you can cook it like a steak because yeah. it was a steak. It's just now a ground up steak, so you can eat a rare burger. Yeah, when you buy it at Lawrence, you can totally eat a super rare burger, which Ugh. is awesome. It's so good. How 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 funny is it though that like on most burgers, if you get a bacon burger, it's just like you're eating a cow and a pig at the same time. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's yeah, amazing. it's just like we are human. Yeah. Also, as a Jew, the fact that it's like slightly forbidden just makes it that much. Better. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay, so do, how how Jewish are you then? Like you eat bacon? How Jewish? <laughs> funny. <laughs> She I'm sort of Jewish. Jewish. I'm not. I'm not Jewish, but um, my penis is Jewish. That's <laughs> <laughs> about as Jewish as I get. Yeah. yeah, my penis is pretty Jewish too, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, I. So they cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I was my. I was raised Jewish. Right. Kind of like marginally Jewish. I had a bit mitzvah. I learned how to read Hebrew, and as soon as I had my bit mitzvah, because um, I was the last. Did daughter, you get like a shitload of money? I did. Whoa. Did you, have to, did you have to go on, um, what do you call it, where you go to Israel and just, like, party? Oh, I did go on Birthright. Yeah. I did not party oh. because I was, like, the lone, like... See, I've heard a lot of weird things about Birthright where, like, you know, 18 to 19-year-old Jewish girls would go and, like, hook up with the Israeli Army. soldiers as, like, a common thing. Oh, definitely. Super common. Super encouraged. I was, like, the, <laughs> the lone, um, like, quite quite politically active feminist right so you were like i'm here to like witness it and fuck all of you right i was like i'm here for the free trip and to re-educate and not not fuck all of you but but fuck all of you yeah exactly exactly. yeah (laughs) good point yeah zero people were fucked on my trip by me (laughs) right right okay um yeah, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Everybody hated me. One guy came up to me and said, <laughs> "Was it like Tinder conversations?" Like, <laughs> it was the worst. Every single person, men and women, were like Tinder conversations. It was like oh, a dude no. came up to me and was like, "Do you want to hear a joke? Women's rights." Whoa! Yeah, it was like it was like that level. So holy shit. Anyways, by that point in my life, I was I was done with my Jewish education. I was just doing it for the trip. Right. Right. <laughs> totally okay. So out. here here's but, what confuses me is like people. Like when you hear you're Jewish, there's like a connotation that it is an ethnicity mm-hmm. as opposed to just a religion. So when you say that you're Jewish, are you are you pontificating that you are the ethnic Jew or that you are you believe in the the, the dogma? Well, neither, because uh, I don't believe in the dogma and I don't believe uh, in like racial essentialism okay like people come up to me and are like oh my god you must be from blank place and i'm like nope i'm a jew and they're like oh my god you must be a sephardic jew and i'm like nope i'm an eastern european jew and they're like no you're not and i'm like actually i know my family history better than you they're like look at you you're so dark (laughs) you can't be from eastern europe and i'm like Huh. Yes, I am. Huh. That's weird, <laughs> no. though, because I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't say like. Mistaken. I wouldn't no, say like I I'm half Christian. Yeah, exactly. You know, know. but it's well, like, but it's, it's different. Weird. It's different though, because Jew like Jews are not uh, Jewish people, Andrew. It's a. It's <laughs> that's another like, <laughs> fucking brilliant Louis and C.K. joke yeah. where he's like, say Jew the is the one t- thing where it's like a slur, only depending on how you say it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Um, it's like, wouldn't it be funny if Barack Obama was just like, yes, Christians, Muslims, and Jews can all? <laughs> he just like threw in like a like a like a shitty way of saying it just to fuck with people. <laughs> 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 
No, but it's the, like people ask me where I'm from, and I say like I'm Canadian. My right. mom's American. Right. And they're like, no, but where are you really from? Because you look so dark. Like what? You're, is your you're very olive. That's but the thing. Yeah, uh, to be in the to perfe- yeah, to be perfectly no, honest, no, when I first true. met you, I I. You're like, where is this girl from? And it's fair. It's, yeah, I it's guess. Like, but, right? but Judaism is a religion, and it has a lot of dogma attached to it. But it is a, an ethnicity to a degree. Totally. But like the diaspora happened like a thousand years right. ago. So, so Jews it's not just like it's look not like everything. So like, like a, but like when people ask me for an ex, like they're like, you have to explain to me why you look not white, but you say you're Canadian. Right. I'm like, I guess I would say I'm Jewish. See, I feel like that would be the same kind of question, or maybe even more enforced, if like if you're black, and Somebody's like, "Where are you from?" And you're like, "Well, I'm Canadian." They're like, "No, where are your parents from?" Canada. They're like, "No, where?" It's like, "Oh, totally." Like what like, I experienced it's dumb is like because the most it, minor, like non-actual form of yeah. like any sort of like. Well, it's stupid because like it, people are like, "Oh, you're Can-. so you." I could ask Andrew, "Where are you from?" You say Canada, and be like, "Okay," but you're like a pale white dude, so like obviously you're from somewhere else. You're not Native American. You're not, or you're not a Native Canadian. Yeah. So you're not. From I, well, yeah, you know I mean, what I'm like, saying? but it, yeah, okay. But if somebody asked me like what my heritage is, I'd be like fucking Anglophone, Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-Saxon. What what is your heritage? I'm a quarter Scottish, a quarter Bahamian, whatever that means. Like my dad's or my Bahamas. Mom's, my mom's dad is from the Bahamas. He was like born in. Damn, right that's where you get your funk from. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then like a quarter ain't it funky. And then the other half is just like Dutch. Irish, Anglophone, whatever. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a quarter Ukrainian, quarter German, and then half. I don't know. My dad, my dad's adopted, so that got um, kind of confusing. Oh shit! I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Man, it was so weird. Like I, uh, as a as a you know baby, like from birth to the age of fourteen, I had like an insane amount of allergies. So, I was allergic to basically all the antibiotics that they could find. Um, oh, peanuts, or sorry, all nuts, all seafood, uh, chickpeas, bananas, all dairy. Like, how allergic? Like, if you eat a peanut, you'll die? Well, what they told uh, my parents was anaphylactic. So, you know, I was always a really sick kid, and they took me to the dentist one day, and the dentist, this is back when they were still using rubber gloves, apparently I swelled up. And there's something called Stevens Johnson syndrome, where you start getting third degree burns from the inside, and so like your skin bubbles up into blisters. And my parents were like, "Oh shit, we just killed our baby by taking him to the dentist." And so I don't know. I feel like that played a very huge role on how I was raised. Like I, basically, I was a bubble boy. Um, I had to wear a fanny pack um, with an EpiPen in it and instructions on what to do if like you know I started to swell up. I had posters of myself around my school like, this kid's allergic. Don't fucking touch him with a peanut-covered hand. And so, like, it was so weird, man. I I was living in this small town, and, like, that was easy. Everybody knew each other, so, like, it was just like I was the allergy kid. But then I moved to Edmonton when I was um, eight years old uh, in grade three. And I remember the first day I got to school, it wasn't even the beginning of the school year. It was in October, so I was already late to the game. And I had to go up in front of my class full of eight-year-olds be like, Hi, my name's Evan. I'm allergic to this, this, and this. Oh, like if you see me... Oh, and by the way, I'll, I know yes. you all love peanut butter sandwiches, but you can't have those anymore. Sorry. And like, don't chew bubble gum near me because I'm allergic to latex. 
And oh, so, no. Whoa, that's so crazy. <laughs> Wait, it's are you going to latex? Uh, yeah, um, but I like it because I, I swell. So it's great. <laughs> no, no, I'm over it. I'm over well it. Well played. <laughs> no, it's it's over now. Uh, so, wait, it's, it is over. Because side note, if you ever need latex-free condoms, I've uh, access to a lot of free ones. Lambskin, because those don't prevent STDs. Anyway, so that's true. When I was 14, but are they lambskin? What what is this? I am a resource coordinator at a sexual assault center, so we just have a buttload of free content. Yeah, I think there's synthetic ones now, but it used to be lambskin. Anyway. Wait, did you say... As in free latex condoms or no, latex free condoms? Both. Yeah. Basically free. any kind. Yeah. Wow. So when I was yeah. 14, or by the time that I was 14, I had, you know, dabbled in the dark arts of allergies. So like, Yikes. I, I, you know, I had chewed a piece of hubba bubba, which contains latex. You know, um, fuck. What, so one, of, one of the kids that bullied me, like, um, took a handful of peanut butter and smeared it in my face. And like, I didn't die. So, yeah, that was hardcore. Like, I'm glad that I didn't die because that really could have been bad. But uh, I was telling my mom, like, listen, mom, you need to take me for an allergy test. Like, I don't think I'm allergic to anything more anymore. And I was 14. So I was thinking, like, this is just a conspiracy. Like, my parents just want to keep me down. They're just trying to suppress me. So finally, my mom caved and took me for an allergy test. And what they do on an allergy test is they they prick your arm. And so I had, like... I think like 20 or more pricks on my arm and none of them swelled up. And so I was like, mom, look, I'm not allergic. And she was of course very cautious because her entire existence uh, since I had been born up to that point is like protect this fragile being. And so she took me back for a second allergy test and still nothing happened. So then the next few months was just like, you know, she would give me a little touch of peanut butter on my lip to see if my lip swelled. But then Halloween, Halloween when I was 14 (sighs) years old, Best year of your I went life. trick or treating, got a recently, you know, like most Halloween candies have dairy, peanuts, like that's all the candy that there is. And so I have my first Reese's peanut butter cup when I was 14 years old. It was the most amazing thing ever. Unfortunately, my grandfather died. So that kind of put a, a spoil on everything. He died but, on Halloween? Yeah, his funeral was on Halloween. So he died on the 28th. That's so but, scary. Yeah, it. it well, he died on the 28th, so on Halloween, <laughs> I remember how... I, like, I would go for his stash. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. <laughs> Going trick-or-treating, and then like, oh shit, too. I gotta take off my vampire costume like to Halloween, go to my grandfather's funeral. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that, that was tough. But now I'm not allergic to anything, but like, I really think that like that 14 years of your life, from the beginning of, of time for you, till you're 14, not being able to... Cons- like, I would have to bring my own cupcakes to people's birthday parties... Be- oh no because, like, that's horrible because i couldn't eat their cakes so like i always i was not ostracized but i just felt like you know an alien understandably i think until what age until i was 14 until you're 14 but then it never changed because that that's something that had had always been with me through my developmental that, like, years affected the rest of your life very very strongly like, like how so like what i was gonna ask is well i like, just i feel like i don't belong you know i always feel like i'm kind of on the fringe you know like that i'm not a normal person that i'm kind of like you know i, I went through a time I, I was seriously depressed um for like two and a half years and i was on like antidepressant medication hmm. blah 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 whatever a lot of people go through that but what it, age um from grade nine to to like grade 10 like halfway through grade 10 mm-hmm. um where it was just like the most logical explanation to me as to why I was like this and why people treated me like this and why I felt the way I did was because I shouldn't be alive. You know, like I was thinking like, 
well, you know what? Through the since the beginning of time, if somebody's allergic to f- their food, they die. You know, that's like Darwinism. You're not supposed to be alive if you're allergic to this shit. So I was thinking, like, I should be dead. Like, there's no reason why I should exist. Like, this is really stupid. Why are you guys trying to keep me alive? I should just fucking kill myself. Right. And but I don't know. I'm like I'm working working through it. Like a lot of therapy and a lot of, yeah. um, you know, just. Uh, Blah blah blah, but Reese's peanut butter cups—they're great. That's all I gotta say about now, that. Now, also therapy is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. It's like the best conversation ever. It's great, and you know what? Like, yeah, it, it actually <laughs> is. Yeah. I like. I intermittently see my therapist. The last time I talked to him, like, you know, a lot of the time you just like work through normal stuff, and like, mm-hmm. it's really good, mm-hmm. and like they really give you insight. But this time, it made me feel. So much better than I could have possibly imagined a conversation awesome. going. I was like, "How recently was this?" Um, very. Mm. I was like, I was <laughs> "You like, just Man. came here from there." <laughs> <laughs> what? No, yeah. no, I came here from home. Mm-hmm. But um, I was like, "Michael, this conversation made me feel way better than I thought it would." He's like, "Well, that's fantastic. You know what? Let's just leave it there. I don't want to ruin a good thing. Goodbye." How, how come? <laughs> that's great. Yeah. How, like, wh- why though? Like, you don't have to, like get into it, but like. Uh, well, usually when you go see your therapist, or when I go see my therapist, uh-huh. I've never participated in, in in therapy myself, so I don't, yeah. it's interesting to me. Andrew's a very well-adjusted human being. Let's just get, let's put this. I can't. This up I can't there. relate to that. No, so. I, no. I, I, I don't think so. But <laughs> no. I, I think everybody does, says that. But you know, I'm not. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but usually I feel like I'm I'm going to talk about like more long-term stuff. Uh huh. It's like. Yeah, like, long-term shit that I'm working out, and I get, like, good insight. This time it was, like, a specific problem, and he was like, fuck that. You should take, <laughs> you should just, like, take control of the situation and do exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I can oh, do wow. that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's just, like, empowering. <laughs> That's yeah. the thing. And, like, it, it's interesting because the, the, the client-therapist relationship for me, whenever I come out of it, regardless of how I'm feeling afterwards, I think, like, you know, this person... I don't need the therapy, but it's the ability to, you know, have this conversation with somebody who's got no connection to you. Totally. You know, like it's one thing to talk to a friend, which I think is really important. It's one thing to try to acknowledge the feelings that you're feeling by yourself. I think Mm -hmm. that's also really important. But something that's like even more important than all of that is just like being able to talk and having someone say like, you know, you go in and you're like, they're like, so what do you want to talk about? And you're like, I don't know. And then, like, the first five minutes is just, like, bullshit. And then you realize that you're starting to talk about, like, when you were seven years old, you dropped. Like, it's it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I've always, I've never done it, but I've always thought it would be beneficial to anybody. No, it is. And what's, I I don't know. I, I hope that now, like, I feel like there's still a lot of stigma against it, you know? Totally. Which is, it's weird because you break your wrist, you go to a doctor to fix your wrist. Mm-hmm. And it's not like our minds are broken, but, like... You know, you need to go for a massage sometimes. Or it's like, you know, it's, like you going, it's, like, it's like going to the gym or like taking a multivitamin, you know? Exactly. What what I really like about my therapist now is like um, she's, <laughs> and it was just random. Like I, I, I found her on the internet, just like Montreal Therapy Center. And Do you still do that? Yeah. Cool. And she, it's been a few weeks, but she's like, she swears and knows a lot about drugs and just like rails into me. As opposed to like, oh yeah, how you feel? It's just well, like, it's like, no, it's fuck like, you. You're a fucking idiot. Like, like you're camp. you're a piece That's of awesome. shit for doing that. And I'm just Whoa. like, and she knows. 
maybe I don't know if the, she's she like this with everybody, well but it. that yeah. I feel like she's already gauged that that's how I respond to something like just like fuck you and making me feel like shit about something that I've said. In, in, in not like an antagonistic way, but like, <laughs> That's awesome. oh my god, like, but like you want to hear this? Well, yeah, because like, like I don't. Me, not me enough up. people just like tell it to me straight and say like, "Fuck you, you're a piece of shit," yeah. and like, oh, oh, and because it's a stranger, it's just like, you know, you've got this weird kind of idea it's, that like you're trying to impress somebody. Totally, you know, just like, but also you've if, got if this they hate you, stuff. it's not like the end of your social world. It's not like who are they going to tell that I'm terrible? Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. like, this is a valuable outsider perspective. Yeah. yeah. And that, that first conversation is always great. Like, listen, this is completely confidential. If you say something like, you diddle kids, I'm going to have to report you to the police. But Definitely. otherwise, like, it's confidential. If I see you in the street, I'm not going to acknowledge you. If you see me in the street, I would expect you won't acknowledge me. Mm-hmm. And go. It's just like, it's it, it's really, really cool. I want to go. I would like to do it. You it's, know what, though? It's kind of like, it's kind of like lip balm. You don't think your lips are chapped, and then you try lip balm once, and then just from then on, you're just like, Shit, I want I could, it all the time. I could, then, uh, yeah. I could use some of that, you know. Like, so yeah. it, it kind of hooks you. But I think it's it's really it's a healthy experience. That's for sure. It's really helped me a lot in the last year. Totally, yeah. It's like it's the best because like, yeah. Again, friends are amazing, but it's different because like you're, with your friends, you don't want like like your like like your very intimate problems to like start affecting your friendships yeah. or to make your friends feel like they're obligated to talk to you and not even them. that i think like the, the the way that you interact with somebody who knows nothing about you it, you you tell your friend somebody something and your reputation precedes you they know something about you yeah. when you're talking to a stranger you present it in a way that you have to explain the entire situation from a very objective perspective and in doing so you realize you like more about this it. is what i'm thinking about it and this is what i perceive other people yeah. to be thinking about it and it just really it, it allows it to click so perfectly totally yeah because like i think uh, I mean, you know it's, it's like why like you have novels and movies and yeah. plays and books yeah. and like it's that telling a narrative about something that happened to you in your life it is like a processing of that yeah, a processing. It allows Which you to is check like, yourself. If you are, you know, maybe it's a traumatic thing, maybe it's not, maybe it's just something totally innocuous, but like it's a way of like filing filing it into your brain. So I wouldn't even can, say filing, but like searching through the files right. in order to remove but then, it. But then, yeah. but then it's also interesting because like you, your therapist will have you tell the story and like in a way, when you're done telling the story, you have a different opinion about it yeah. inevitably. Yeah. But then that is also very revealing. It's yeah. like how you, how you tell feel the story and then exactly. it's like, but what about this? Did you think yeah. about this? Did you think about this? And it's like, well, maybe it didn't. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You know. And then, yeah. and then it changes the way that you, like, process and, like, understand what happened and mm-hmm. then how that affects you going forward. Yeah. That's you how know I would imagine it playing out. It, no, it, it, that's the thing. You should you should really try it. I mean, it, whether you've got hangers or not. You won't be cool not. unless you try it. <laughs> no, I'm, that's not what I'm saying. All the cool like, kids are doing Yeah, it. come on, man. Come Wouldn't on. that be great if that was yeah, the cool no. thing to do? I am. Um, oh, go to therapy. I, like, I was, like, one of those similarly to you in mm-hmm. grade 9 and 10 grade fucking 9 and 10 is the most depressing oh, dark places ever I yeah stuff finally when Did i was do social studies i can't imagine 10? having to like <sighs> like oh, sort God. of grow history <laughs> yeah exactly just like what's happening to my bo- i grew man boobs that was a weird moment when i was like 12 
You're like, I, I like, have pectorals. What's well, going on? Well, no, no, not I had even like, that. I had like weird little nipple lumps. That's the thing. Yeah. And I remember I this I had, yeah, fucking moment. But then I just ignored it and it went away. I remember this moment when I was like, <laughs> I was making fun do. of my younger brother for, for dancing. And I, I, I like, I was like, I called him gay. And you know, like I didn't, I didn't understand the gravity of that situation totally. because my brother is gay. Um, but at, at, at this point is it he was, older or younger? he's younger. And you know, and also, I was you like, were like an insecure yeah, I was twelve dollars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was twelve dollars. I was twelve dollars, man. Like, no, no. you didn't. If know a dollar it, was man. a year, I was fucking twelve dollars. But I was twelve years old, and I remember like, I don't know, we were in some kind of fight, and my mom came down to like break it up, and I was like, Adam's just like whatever. He's just like blah 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 blah. And then my mom said to me, she's like, "You're the one with breasts." Whoa. Holy and it shit. never happened again. It never happened again. What I was going to ask you, though, Woo. in terms of the... Um, Those went away. The whole allergic situation with yeah. your parents and how yeah. your, your mom was like... Her existence was like... Well, yeah, imagine that, Super though. fragile being... Right. Yeah. But then how did that affect them as parents after the fact? Like They're still like that. Well, remember, we but were... Like, you, we your were, parents seem like the most chill people ever because you've put them through so much crazy shit <laughs> it's true that i've given them a and lot your dad's to deal with like i have to drive to bc because he drank cough syrup and drove there <laughs> yeah without, you rem- the story. without remembering yeah wait what i've 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 told the story on the podcast before but anyway i like there was this one instance where i got drunk took cough syrup right. uh went to sleep or so i thought and then woke up in another province i had driven there blah 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 whoops but like, and, but no, I was constantly. And you call your dad, and, and you're like, "Dad, I I'm in BC. Yeah. I don't know why." And your dad's like, ah, "Okay, <laughs> I guess what are you supposed to do in that situation?" Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, how it's affected me is like my something that I realized after I started doing psychedelics. Actually, was just like be completely honest with my parents, and uh-huh. because it was like at this point that I had had this revelation, I was already 18, so I figured, "Fuck it, I'm, I'm out of my parents' house. Doesn't matter. I'm not gonna hide who I am to my parents." But still, like, remember on Monday, um, we were at, uh, we were doing our Monday night at Blizzard's and, uh, my mom, like, they like to, what they do now is they like to FaceTime me on Mondays because they know I'm just setting up the bar. They know I'm, oh, they just so want to talk. And so my yeah, mom, that last Monday too. my mom was just like, so do you guys have like a, like a plan, like a working alone plan? Like, what if somebody comes in and like, and like robs the place? Like, what are you going to do? She's always just like so paranoid. Whoa. Just like just like every negative negative thing that could ever happen in my life she imagines it and then like calls me to be like have you thought about this like you should oh, really yeah. think about this and then you start thinking about it and you're like oh. yeah well no i basically i laugh and and yeah anyway i'll be back are you going okay no, i'm just gonna go pee oh, I have to go slippers And then so there therapy. were two. So therapy. Um, you said that you work in a sexual assault. I volunteer. Volunteer in a. What's that like? Yeah, uh, very hard sometimes. Very fun yeah, no sometimes. kidding. Really amazing people that I work with. I bet must yeah. be like the best people, like astronauts of. Not even. They're just like they have good training. It's a really amazing space, and I'm just the resource coordinator, so like okay. it's not that intense. You're not like on the front lines. No. Okay. No. Uh, but I really like doing it. Cool. It's pretty fantastic. Um, does that, like, how does that change your perspective of, like, sorry, w- what is the exact place where you work? Like, what do they do there? Um, they do direct emotional support. They do group. Is it just like a, like a Munch- city of Montreal place? It's or? associated with McGill. It's so, okay. So it's like. Yeah, it's spe- the McGill. Put towards, like, student life? 
Um, it's part of the it's part of SMU, the Student Society. Of oh, okay, Gilliger. yeah, yeah. So it's a service offered by them. That's where Players Theater is. I do shows there all the time, or cool. I used to. Okay, yeah. It's it's kind of fucked because like it should be a service that's offered by the university, but instead it's offered by a group of like volunteer students like myself. That is kind of fucked up. Yeah, but um, but it's like pretty amazing and like people learn a lot from it. Um, yeah. So you must have like a pretty good insight into the like underbelly of the university experience or I don't know in certain ways yeah for sure um because uh, you hear you hear all kinds of dark shit happening on campuses all the time well what's pretty amazing about um McGill's sexual assault center is that it's actually open to any like we have a hotline and drop-in hours and it's actually open to anybody who like wants anybody to use can it. just go. Yeah, yeah. Are and you there? It's kind of like the like the concierge sometimes. Like, do you have to deal? with... I'm just the resource coordinator. Right. So what does that mean, resource coordinator? I I basically just like help run the office. Okay. Yeah, I've had like lots of different positions, but that's what hmm. I do right now. Um, and yeah, like it's the most amazing place, but like. It, it sounds really fucking terrifying, obviously. But people, you know, in line with her talking about therapy and how it's just nice to talk to someone who's totally outside of it. Yeah. People just want to fucking talk. And, like, it doesn't have to be, like, that fucking terrifying and heavy. Right. People just, like, some, like from what I've heard from other volunteers who are more, like, involved in the front line, like, you don't have to say, like, revelatory shit. People See, just want to fucking fuck. talk. And, like, yeah, sometimes that's it's That's the my, biggest thing. Like Yeah. And, like, I was it like Evan, a fucked up kid in high school and it's when I started seeing a therapist and now I'm like, right. not such a fucked up kid but <laughs> it's just like lip balm and yeah. you want it all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like sometimes their advice is like groundbreaking and unreal and you're like, I couldn't have gotten that from anywhere else in my life and I'm so glad that I paid for this session and other times it's like I just needed to anything like, um, to, to like talk unlo- to. Yeah. yeah. I feel like what what is kind of some something that I imagine, I've never been in that situation but I imagine that working as a resource coordinator or maybe working as somebody like um, who, who is on, I guess, the front lines of the sexual assault center mm-hmm. is that they deal with people that... Um, I think what would play in my mind if I had suffered, you know, a sexual assault or, or a rape or something like that is, like, trying to play the scales of is it something that's worth throwing my life in, like, a, a very complicated direction just to address... Like, is it something that, that is that is so bad that has happened to me that I am going to go through this bureaucratic process of, like, trying mm-hmm. to get somebody convicted and blah, blah, blah. And I feel like what's unfortunate is that I think people consider that and then say, no, no, you know, well, like, I don't want to make a big deal. I don't want to get into it. Like, it's an embarrassing thing that happened. And, like, that's what's fucked up. Is that people feel like it's too embarrassing. To yeah. Well, what I would say about that is, like, people, like... I think in lots of instances, um, going through the legal process is not at all worth it because um, there's no evidence, and like, what are you going to do about it? Even if your, even if your case was successful, would like putting someone in jail be worth like two years yeah. or like three years of like even even if your case was successful, like of legal, two or three years of, of legal battles. legal bullshit? Yeah. That doesn't undo what happened to exactly. you, and only puts puts them in jail, and like 
you have to have your testimony scrutinized by yeah. like rooms full of strangers rooms full of strangers have to be like so was it a legitimate rape yeah like, and like oh god exactly and like as somebody who like personally like i don't believe in like the prison system in general so it's like not even a question for me right believe it's in, like believe in what like the prison system in general oh yeah because it's like it's not a reformatory place it just exactly it creates and like more criminals yeah and not only does it breed more criminals but especially when you're talking about sexual assault like yeah. prisons breed sexual assault so it's like yeah. i like as an fully as an outsider like you don't believe in like you know doing that as a punishment but like most like the, also even if your case that's if your case was successful but if your case isn't successful like which is the majority of the time like the justice system fundamentally is unsuited to sexual assault yeah because it's one voice sexual assault is always one voice against another and usually a perpetrator has more socioeconomic power so their voice God is going to be damn. louder and heard better and like I don't like I don't want to just like shit all over because I don't have a better solution but all that is to say that um uh Lots of people find ways to address it in their life and come come out as survivors of sexual assault without doing it through the legal system. Like they, they yeah, tell their like friends and their family. Yeah, it doesn't really solve anything. No, no, no it, it doesn't change the fact that it happened. If it's successful, happens. yeah, like you say, it's just like here's the thing though. Like back into a it can very much be like a second like, trauma. Yeah, you know? a second trauma, but at the same time, it's like like I guess trying to take that place of. I'm going to be the person that prevents this other from doing it again, you know? And like, the, totally. it's like, it's a really tough social responsibility to deal with. Like, yeah, for I don't me. know. Look at all this fucking Cosby shit, man. Like that's totally that that's next level, you know, like, or the, like the Gameshi shit, like the women yeah. that were brave enough to come out. Like that's so phenomenal. And like, I, phenomenal. I don't mean to say like, uh, to like diminish, uh, the good that can come from it. Mm-hmm. I just mean like the, really good reason it's just a tough situation it's a tough situation in in any case like Mm -hmm. there's you know you hear like i'm I'm talking about the cosby shit again i guess like you hear these right-wing pundits saying like why did it take so long for these women to come forward like 30 years like fuck fuck you first of all fuck you yeah um because yeah like think about it this guy is the grandfather of america you know like he can do no wrong and like yeah so something happens to you you get drugged you get raped and you're told like don't go up against this guy and the fact that it took so long for these people to come forward is a testament to how fucking scared they must yeah, have been it's not a know? testament to how incredible they are it's a testament to how bad our system is god yeah. damn i i can't i can't fucking imagine i can't imagine yeah it's fucked it's like i don't know yeah to the people who come forward like you just hope that like they really are doing good things and like the, the trials they're put through like literally and figuratively are worth it um, I can't imagine having to stand up in front of a jury of my peers and say like listen I was raped and then have like you know the the cross examination of just yeah. like so um, you are were you really drunk, raped right because like it sounds like you've had sex before yeah so maybe you consented in this case too it's like what yeah <laughs> or like yeah like I even have friends who've been like like I've had friends come to me and be like yeah like my friend will say like my friend got raped this weekend and like I took them to the hospital and like every single different medical staff we talked to asked her to tell her story again in front of other people and it's like that's like another like whole okay here's here's devil's advocate um and this is from personal experience Mm -hmm. I got a call from my 
from one of my really good friends in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. A phone call, which is very rare. Like, usually it's all just texting, Facebooking. But I got a call from my friend in Edmonton. Uh, and he said, hey, man, you got a minute to talk? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so what he told me is that, uh, hey, listen, man, um, I ran into your ex-girlfriend uh, just, like, at a bar. Mm-hmm. And we got into the conversation. And I said, hey, do you ever see Evan anymore? And without any invitation, she this is still him talking, she, she, got in, she said that you date-raped her friend. Whoa. And I went, wait, what? And he has said, like, yeah, I just figured I'd tell you this because I know who you are. I know that's not something that you do, but, like, I needed to tell you that this girl said that is, is saying this about you without any invitation. Like, it'd be one thing if, like, we got into, like, some, you know, it wasn't ambiguous at all. She just said you date-raped her friend. Mm-hmm. And I, I know exactly the instance that she's talking about, and, it, it, and, it's, and it's, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to put it on the record. She... I was with her friend uh, and her cousin, and uh, we went to <laughs> we went to Big in Japan, and we got really drunk. Went back to my place. Uh, her cousin slept on the couch. Her friend uh, slept in another bedroom. I slept in my bedroom. In the morning, I got up because this is the day that I was moving, so I had to go back to my old apartment and pick up a whole bunch of shit. So I got up really early. When I got up, I got a glass of water. I went to the cousin on the couch. She was passed out. I went to the friend in the room, asked if she wants some water. She asked me to join her in the bed. We fooled around. And what it seems like has happened is that after being invited into this girl's bed, keep in mind, this is at eight o'clock in the morning. So I don't imagine that you're still so drunk that you don't know what's going on. We were having very, like very lucid conversation. She asked me to stay. Mm-hmm. This is me giving her a glass of water, not like, hey, you want to fuck? Like, no, want a glass of water? No, stay in the bed and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, a bunch of shit happened. Like, my ex found out about it and, like, the friend was really, really upset. And what it seems like has happened is that either the friend or the ex has decided in her own mind that it was she was completely, it was not consensual. She was completely unaware of anything that had happened and blah, blah, blah. And I hadn't found out about the fact that these girls thought about it this way until my friend told me two years later that this had happened. Totally. And I I, I, I don't want to admonish any guilt or anything like that, but like, like, holy shit. So now there's, there's people that I know, there's people that I know in Edmonton that like, I know they have heard this from her and probably think that I'm a date rapist. That's really fucked up. Totally. That's really fucked up. And like, what do I do in this situation? Like, I'm not about to approach somebody and be like, hey, listen, I think you may have heard something and like, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, I just have to fucking deal with the fact that somebody has spread the rumor that I'm a date rapist and that's what people think about me, you know? Like, I don't know, not to downplay it, like no, sexual I mean, assault in any way, but like... What, what I would say about it is like, having volunteered in these places and like, you know been a feminist for a long time and like read, right. all, read all these news cases and blah, blah 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 is that like false claims of sexual assault do happen they do happen and and like it's really fucking hard because like it's hard because it downplays the the real instances exactly you know? and like you know it's crying wolf the other yeah false instances happen mm-hmm. and it's hard because like at sa- at the sexual assault center that I volunteer at, our mandate is we believe you. So it's a place only for survivors. Right. So at the center, we believe everybody who comes in. In my personal life, I don't like I don't like 
my default is to believe everybody. Of but course. Like if I'm powerfully course. challenged. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't have to believe anybody. I also think that a lot of the time when women falsely, like, two things to remember is that women, although women do falsely report grossly in the minority statistically so you read yeah. about, when you read about it in the news probably not exactly so like so in the in news stories when women are discredited probably not exactly and second of all is that a lot of the time when they do falsely report there are like structural reasons why women feel that they're so powerless that the only thing they can do is make up fake stories right which is fact and they're also related to like gender issues but well like, and, and in this like, instance there was no reporting and that's the thing it's not like i have to challenge somebody rep- somebody's report totally you know like i can guarantee that it, it if I don't know if I had to go to court for this or for some reason, like it would be it wouldn't happen. dismissed. Didn't, like, wouldn't it wouldn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't matter. Like uh, I feel like it's almost like a defamation kind it's of thing. So you know? fucking tricky, man. Cause like, but yeah, the other, the last thing that I would say is that people's definitions, and I don't want to say that this is what happened in your situation at all. This is just like from my personal experiences is that people's definitions of consent change. Well, like yeah, when the, I was the ability in, to withdraw consent is no, no, no. I don't tricky. even mean that. Like when I was in high school, I remember like having situations that I didn't think were wrong, and right. then a few years later, when I like had people told me like, "No, you're when you say no, people have to listen to you and stuff like that." I was like, would look back on them and yeah. be like, that, "Oh, that, I, yeah, that was I totally, totally, see totally that. non-consensual." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whoa! Yeah. Like at the time, it didn't traumatize me at all. Didn't leave me fucked up in any way. Yeah, because I thought that was normal, but actually that's not normal. And that's not okay. Yeah, and I don't, I don't mean to say that's what happened. No, in totally, totally. But I feel like that's how like um, people reporting can come out so uh, so delayed, I guess. So yeah. delayed, or like so, just like not incongruent with like a, somebody who would be labeled a perpetrator's like experience of it. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. and again, that's not in in. No, I totally get it. Yeah, I, I am, I'm cool with it because I know I didn't do it. You know, yeah, like and I wouldn't. I, I'm not here to try and tell you that yeah. you did it all. Like, yeah, no, and I, 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 feel I fully feel that like false reporting happens. What I what I think is so tricky about this whole thing is like it's almost as if there's no language, or like systematically, it's just such a problem to like talk about. And it's so hard. Yeah, because it's such a gray area, and it always happens like, in really private spaces. And it's private yeah. spaces, and everybody's fucking drunk all the time on drugs. Yeah, exactly. and like, it's usually the thing. Yeah, right? and the next day and it's you're like, like, yes, I consented to getting drunk and doing drugs. I didn't consent to what happened afterwards. Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't consent to what happened afterwards. Or the next day you wake up and you're like, actually, with all of my words, I consented to that, but I really fucking wish I didn't. Yeah, right. you know, like there are so many different experiences and. St- and like they just don't and, and necessarily yeah. qualify as sexual assault or not sexual yeah, yeah, assault. Yeah, exactly. you know? And, and the legal system, like you said before, is like not remotely set up to deal with that yeah. at all. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Anyways, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take a break and go pee. Sounds good. Uh, so you're gonna go out the door to the left, uh, and then basically till you get to the end of the hallway, and then turn right. Okay. And then the the bathroom's right there. Amazing. <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, I feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. So we're about an hour, or we're two hours in. I thought you had to leave early. Uh, not anymore. Cool. Yeah, not anymore. Fucking A. Yeah. I feel like, uh, yeah, she's brought a very fresh perspective into this zone. 100%. 100%. Although something that I wanted to do, and I don't know, maybe it's just a fault of our own, is like um, expand our, our conversations beyond, what did I tell you, the earthly realm? 
uh, just like <laughs> no, let, like, us, let us expand our well, no, conversations like, beyond know, the like, earthly realm. These are important things that we're talking about. Um, maybe, um, but like uh, it, it's we're, we're very focused on our on our own experiences, you know. And maybe it's because we're not old enough. I don't know. Like, like it, it just like. Well, I'm so I'm so interested in this podcast only because. It's being recorded, and I just can't wait till I'm 40, and I can listen to these. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you're such a fucking idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a stupid kid getting drunk and talking into a microphone. This is how you feel about me, Andrew? No, this is purely about myself. <laughs> okay, I know, I know. T- totally self-centered. <laughs> but, uh... Okay, yeah. so... But what do you mean? No, I just mean, like, um... I don't know. I, I wanted to talk about a lot of things, like, um... I guess in 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 recent. Uh, Do you mean that you history. want to talk about Interstellar? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Beyond the earthly realm? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. No, I don't know. Just like one one thing that was kind of bugging me uh, over the past few days, uh, and I guess I could say a couple of weeks, but only in the past few days have I really been thinking about it. Is we landed on a comet? Like, no. Does anybody get that? Like, we 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 took like. I think eight years or something like that, or I have no idea how many years, but multiple years using the gravity wells of planets to get to a comet just to land on it, just to see what the fuck's going on. That's insane. That's fucking insane. And no, like it, I feel like it's a step forward in the human race. Like I feel like it's just as important as landing on the fucking moon. Yeah. And it's crazier. It's crazier. It's crazier because it's not right there. You know, like it yeah. took years. It took years. And I don't know. I could get into the fact that like, you know, people are talking about the 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 guy, like the scientist who wore women on his shirt. Have you heard about this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, that that's a point to bring up. Yeah, that's really fucked up. But just the idea that we landed on a fucking comet and I have I've made a point to ask people about it. Like, hey, did you know we landed on a comet? And they go, huh? What? What? What What are we so concerned about on this fucking rock that we can't, you know, take a minute to just realize how insane it is? I think I think it's, it's uh, like, from my own perspective, like, I heard about that, and I'm like, fucking badass. Because I don't... That's my response to it. Like, I don't know what else to say because i don't understand the logistics of it i don't know how much work got into it it's totally beyond me everything that went into it i don't know what it, what that means from now on you know we got a we got a little thing and it's shot into space i think what it means is that like we okay so like a lot of people i think just don't know how to process like register that like okay right fuck yeah we did it right th- maybe because you were distracted i don't know but like think <laughs> about it so it, it's well established that the dinosaurs um, were made extinct by a huge meteor hitting the planet, and they couldn't survive because it blocked out the sun, blah, blah, blah. That's not something that just happens in the past. That's something that could happen at any point. For sure. At any time. So the only way to combat against that, the only way to make a, a fail-safe plan to not be you know, made extinct is to propagate the species onto other rocks. You know, like, like if a, if a big meteor hits the planet... We're fucked. We're fucked. But if we're able to become an... I know you were saying this before. An interstellar species. Not even an interstellar species, but like... I just wanted to talk about interstellar. No, no, no. So no, no, glad no, no, the no, conversation no. is in no. this direction. Just, just a species that is able to get off this fucking rock. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's an insurance plan. It's an insurance plan. 
You know, like if you got two houses and one house, you know, burns to the ground, you got your second house. But if you're just like, if all your shit's in this one house, like you got all, like the entirety of the history of your family in this one house and it burns down, eh, that's it. That's it. Have you guys seen Interstellar yet? Yes. Yeah, did you see it? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you have to see it. I really want to. It's, it's really Go great. into the IMAX theater and you have to do it that way. Okay. Because it's, if you watch it on your computer or whatever later, it's not as I'm not going to watch it on my computer. Yeah. yeah. You, you, I, I want to go again. I really, I really want to go, go again. again. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm I'm podcast team trip. down. Yeah. Definitely. I'm okay. 100% down. But like I don't know. I I think they brought up a lot of really good issues in this film and like what I was impressed with is that like it was um you know a mainstream blockbuster that you know it's supposed to please like they spent so much money on it they got to get it back, right? And the idea with like making a lot of money on a film is like allow it to present itself to like a very wide spectrum of people totally and they brought up so many cool ideas just like apparently they made a lot of new scientific discoveries yeah exactly there's the 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 theoretical physicist that works on the black holes that they consulted for this film is now writing a paper based on the based on the based on the cgi that they they (sighs) use for this film like it's so amazing so badass but like what's insane to me and i guess I, I think I'm kind of ripping off the, the, the Rogan and Duncan Trussell podcast that I listened to earlier today. But I like, heard that one, too. The, like, so you, you've heard this issue about the, the guys or the European Space Agency that landed on the comet. And one of the big controversies about this is that a guy wore a shirt on the interview with, like, naked women on his shirt. Oh. Have you heard this? On the interview from outer space? No. So, so they landed a probe on a comet. It took okay. them, like, eight or more years using gravity wells of planets to land on this fucking comet mm-hmm. just just to see what it was made of because n- we don't know what comets are made of so they landed on this comet it was successful they interviewed like one of the head scientists of this of this project and he was wearing like a like a <laughs> like an anime shirt uh, with naked women on it hmm which, in fact, like if you dig a little deeper, his friend made it for him, and like he wanted to wear it to like promote her her company. And so, what has happened is, I guess they call themselves radical feminists. Radical feminists um, mm-hmm. have said, "This is why women can't be in science because this guy, like men, like just like take it over and wear right. images of naked women on their shirt." Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. When in fact, regardless. If the guy fucking did the interview naked, if he did it with fucking war paint on, he landed on a comet. Right. Like they like this this is what we should totally. be focusing on. Right, right. And I don't know, I feel like it's just so important to 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 think about things outside of our I'm gonna say it again, our earthly realm, you know? Like Totally. We're we're so There's the shirt. We're so concerned about what's going on with you know, equality and making sure everybody feels good. But you know what? I don't think that's important at all. I think we need to get the fuck off this rock and see what else is going on because there's so much out there. There's no ceiling on it. Totally. I don't think that, I mean, my guess is that these radical feminists aren't saying that that's not important. They're probably just saying like this particular instance highlights an issue. True. And And I I buy that. I get that. like the origins of the shirt even though mm-hmm. it's nice to hear like maybe a female friend made it for him yeah 
don't really matter like if you're a woman and you see like the most like one of the most important scientists in the world wearing a shirt like that you probably just feel alienated from the field and like it probably reaffirms from you experiences that you've already had right and the issue like you're totally right when you say like this shouldn't be the like not shouldn't but like this isn't the root right or or like the worst of the right. issue this is just like probably for lots of feminists a useful allegory for something that's true much I, true true broader. and i get that's that like but lots what, of women who have like had experiences where they go into labs and they yeah. just like have to listen to sexist jokes all day and they're like what i'm I the only woman and it's though. really hard for me to like listen to these jokes all day yeah. and try and be a good scientist or like like i can totally relate to that because like uh, as you know, Evan, I work at a labor union at McGill, mm-hmm. and like I love labor politics because I'm into lefty politics in general. Like right. the big nerd I am, but <laughs> you're a small nerd. Exactly, I'm a small nerd. Yeah. I'm quite small. <laughs> um, but like labor politics are actually one of these fields that are still super white male oriented. Right. So like I I do go to these meetings, and like the first one and the second one I went to, I got asked to take minutes. Like I was, oh, the, yeah. and the second one, I was like, "No, I'm, I'm not the secretary." Were you the only woman there at that point? I was, I Whoa. was the first. Yeah, That's both, crazy. both times I was the only woman there, and then another woman came later. But I was always one of two women, and like, like one of the dudes there would make jokes about firing me, and like another, and I was like, "Dude, I'm your coworker." <sighs> God damn it! And like, I'm also like way younger than everyone else, and I'm the only woman, and right. like, like one of the dudes, like I have a pin that says a woman's place is in her union. And one of the dudes was like, what? No, like a woman's face is beside her man. Whoa, okay, that's fucked up. So like I can really relate to like systematic workplace discrimination. Yeah. And then just like this being like, fuck this guy who thinks he gets to do like this huge TV interview while like while wearing a shirt that could very possibly alienate like so many people who probably work in this field. Right. So like I get that like he is probably not a sexist and like his no, shirt yeah. is probably not a sexist and his project is definitely not sexist he's kind of just like an idiot for but it's just it. like don't be so ignorant and like think about the women because like science is just similar like to like to like union politics in that way it's like it's just like a place where women feel like they're not valued for like their con- contributions so so that's what i would say about it is right. that i agree that like it's not him yeah. and it's not his shirt and it's not the interview and it's not his project mm-hmm. It's just like but a it's just more, like it's too bad you didn't think a little bit broader issue. and yeah. like think about how this how this t-shirt would tie into other shit. Yeah. But at the same time, I I it's totally just like, Dude, they fucking let a comment. Exactly. Like, yeah. I respect exactly yeah. everything that you're saying about, it, and I agree with every single thing that you've said. Mm-hmm. But it, it it's just interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it into Interstellar. There's a scene in Interstellar mm-hmm. where they're on like this ice planet, mm-hmm. and they've traveled through a wormhole across time Dude, and then man. there's like this scene this like this wide angle shot of just like this ice planet and two little spacemen fighting like cool. they're like they're like fist fighting on a planet and like i feel like that's exactly like it's a like it's a, a perfect analogy for exactly what we're talking about it's two little motes of dust fighting mm-hmm. you know like we need to move beyond this point where we're so concerned about what's going on in the here and now that like just bring it forward man like it's been it's, it's been hard over, though man like, like almost 50 years since like, we fucking landed it, on the moon it, it's hard though like or more <laughs> this is this is the immediate shit is what people care about like it's hard to imagine a comet or like it's hard to imagine what exactly. it's like to li- like 
habitate the galaxy. Like yeah. shit, you people don't think about that shit every day. People think about like their everyday shit. What they put up, what they do. It's like it's work. hard to wake up in the morning. Or it's fucking know? hard to wake yeah. up in the morning. My bed is super comfortable. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you it's can't hard, think man. I'm not thinking about comments. You should have, like this pillow rules yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. Or like, or like more broadly, but also like minutely. If we're gonna populate a comment. Do I want it to be a place where I go to work every day and face the same shit that exactly. I face on Earth? You exactly. Know? And that's a, that's a crazy argument. Like my dad would bring that shit up to me. My dad was would have great conversations with me because my dad's very like non-opinionated. Like he's not the kind of parent who's like, "This is the way it is. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. This is my view on life." <laughs> His the phrase that he says like every conversation we have together that I kind of have adopted is like, "On the other hand, dot, right, dot, dot. right, right, right." On the other hand, this is true. And so then he's I'm playing like, devil's advocate I, with himself. Always, kind of thing. constantly. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. I think that's great. I think that's like how I try to f- That's why you're so well-adjusted, Andrew. That's why, why I'm such a great person <laughs> right now. Okay? It's why we're the only ones who've had to go to therapy. So yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> well, no, I don't you know. You listening, but, Dad? <laughs> but it's it's the interesting thing. And I was talking about like space and like space travel. Like, yeah, sure. I was a little kid. I'm like, fucking yeah, let's go to the fucking Mars or yeah. whatever. And, and my dad's like, why not take care of shit on Earth? And like, look at it from that perspective. It's like, what? What? What's wrong it. with these? What's wrong with these problems right I now? I get it. That's a huge thing. That that's a huge argument. And it's like, if we're gonna, have. if we're gonna, it's like people starving. Like, even if we take it like to a very basic like level, like mm-hmm. even if we only look at Canada, like native population, they're living in a fucking third world country in a first from, world country. Yeah, with like suicide rates through the roof and like alcoholism rates through the roof. And but like, that's the thing. Blah, what blah. I, I and think then we're is like more pouring important. our money into like discovering Mars, and it's like, and it's like oh. no, 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 no. But here's the thing: because that is as much as you want to try, that's like it, humans fucking suck. Humans suck. They really just do. And like, you well, need the, sometimes, sometimes they're great. You're right. Sometimes <laughs> they're great. We create great art and we like do these huge advancements in science and what i think is important to focus on is getting away from all the bullshit you know because like yeah you can try to focus your entire life on on bettering what we're doing on this planet you know you can try to but the make a bug burger or whatever be like, there though like exactly and that's what i'm saying the bullshit's always going to be there so like let's try to just like give ourselves some kind of hope because i don't know man like i feel like we're just going to blow ourselves up really quick Unless we get off, maybe nobody knows. I though. mean, we That's all just thing. really want to get off, right? That's Everybody what the podcast's all about. That we call it the ejaculation podcast. podcast. <laughs> um, That's really but beautiful. point being, Interstellar, fucking awesome movie. Yeah, it's on my list. Mike Mike texted me today, and he's like, "I went to see Interstellar again with my mom." Oh, really? She said, "So unrealistic. He would get hungry up there." <laughs> and yeah, he's I like he didn't I had eat. no response to that <laughs> uh, yeah I guess he didn't eat but you know they have uh, one thing that look, I don't want to talk about the movie too much because you it's okay it's okay I'm ready yeah let's hear it okay well the one thing that occurred to me and people have had different responses to this is like they go to these ice planets yeah I, I, I don't want to talk about it though because you haven't it'll ruin it for you okay I'm not gonna do it Sorry, okay guys. well we'll, talk, oh. we'll do it we'll do a reunion cast after <laughs> okay, okay I'm, deal, deal, deal. I'm, I'm down yeah I have a good story about people not believing movies, though. Let's hear it. Okay. I recently watched this movie to write a proposal for a grant about it, because I was like, government, pay for me to study <laughs> movies, even though it won't actually benefit our society at my, all. My, my best friend studied film as well. And oh, I, cool. I make fun of him all the time. I'm like, man, when you get your master's degree in film, you're going to be so good at watching movies. <laughs> anyway, let's so No, literally. <laughs> I was literally like, this is a research-based degree. It qualifies for this grant, yeah. even though 
there's no reason the government should pay for me to study film. No reason. But I can. In any case, I can very much get the government support. On the other me. hand, anyways, <laughs> so I was writing about this movie. Sorry. Um, no, the, 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 this podcast is full of beer cracks and and, and smoking cigarette breaths yeah. and everything. Yeah, cigarette breaths. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to write about this super super interesting movie. Um, it's like horror. What film. is it? It's called Compliance. It came out recently. It's okay. an indie film. And the plot is, um, yeah, it's horror. This girl is working at a fast food restaurant, and the fast food restaurant gets a call. It's like from the police, and it's like, we just got a report that uh, someone working at your cash. I've heard of this. I think. <laughs> yeah. Is it based on a true story? <laughs> you ruined my punchline. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's hear it. Yeah, fuck so, you. Shut up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So this woman is working at the cash, and they get a call that's like. Someone who's working at your cash is stealing from customers. You need to take her into the back. So the management is like, oh, yeah, of course. And the person on the phone is like, we spoke to your general manager, or to your regional manager, like, blah, 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 blah. We need to strip search her. And they're like, oh, okay, well, it's the police. You talk to our regional manager, blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, this is your job. You have to do it, blah, blah, blah. So they strip search her, and it just, like, escalates from there and gets fucking crazy. And people started working, like, walking out of the cinema so no. like, this is so unrealistic. Nobody would ever do this. And the fucking crazy part is that it's based on a true story and it ended up in sexual assault charges. Oh, fuck. And all this crazy shit. And it's so crazy because it got, like... It so what did, they, what did they get this guy to do, though? They got... They got, like, they... Um, they he this, searched... They stripped this... Like a random customer? And it was a, it was a prank call. Right. Oh, right. my God. Um, so, no, no, not a customer. This girl who worked at the restaurant... They took her into the back, strip searched her, spanked her, and then made her perform oral sex on No Sunday. fucking way. Come on. Oh my like, god. That's in that actually happened. It happened and then they found out that there were like seventy <sighs> similar instances of this all Fuck from the same person because Christ. people hear police and they're like, I have to fucking do it. I don't have any choice. Oh my god. Okay, so here's the solution. What the fuck though? At what point are you like, this cop is telling me to no, listen, and, man. And you're it, you're most a man. Most of them didn't go I, this far. I think that might have some bearing on like your your ability to to say no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is, I don't know. The I don't film know. is called Compliance, so it's all about. Oh, what if you a cop called the place I'm working at and they said you have to put your dick in a girl's mouth right now, I would hope I wouldn't do it. That's insane. Come on. Exactly, and that's why so many people worked out. And my my instinct is to say that like it happened so many times and this is the one time that the call happened to land on a person yeah. who, who was, would do it that's what i yeah okay, fucked up enough already too. but it like went that it like already happened that many times here's before. the solution like, how many guys hung up on put him? a camera on every single police officer ever right and on every single police all... officer but that wouldn't stop this situation sure it would because they'd be constantly being filmed and then Right, no, no, but that wouldn't stop No police from, officers were involved in this. This was a dude from his house. Oh, no. Saying oh, he was no. the police. That's what oh, happened. They no. just prank oh, call and said they were the no. cops. And, like, you have to oh, spank my God. a criminal okay. right now? Like, okay, what? Okay, I get it now. Holy shit. Yeah, this dude, and this dude had called all these fast food places. And, like, the local police... I mean, people who work in fast food places, I guess, can be pretty, like... <laughs> well, that's what my proposal was about. It's about studying, like, economic disempowerment oh because when you're working in a fast food place you don't have any power so you yeah. have to say yes to everything holy shit yeah. right that's fascinating so yeah. then yeah so then what yeah okay oh my god oh my that's god that's so ins that's the craziest thing ever yeah. i remember hearing about that story like a while back 
And they made a they made a movie of it too. That's they made a movie and. I saw the trailer and was like, I'm never going to watch this because it's too scary. And the men of my props was like, this sounds really in line with the research you're doing. You should probably watch it. And I was like, fuck. So what did you think of the movie as a whole? Well, that's what's so interesting about the movie is that it's a, movies in general have a protagonist who gets to do shit. Right. And this is a movie about people who don't get to do anything. They just have to say yes to everything. Oh, so it doesn't no. make a conventionally good movie, but right. it makes a really interesting Like movie. an interesting character study, I guess. Or just like sociological stuff yeah fuck i mean yeah i mean my question would be is how many people hung up on that guy before it landed yeah well there were lots of i i didn't get to read about all the cases that were similar but didn't make it so far so i don't know how far all the rest of them went but there were like 70 similar prank calls Shit. And then eventually it went so far that it happened. Yeah. That's fucked up, man. It's insane. That's the craziest story ever. That that people. I mean, it makes sense though, because you hear that shit all the time, like the fucking um, prison experiment. Yeah. Where the they Stanford got prison college, experiment. Yeah. This, you, have yeah. you heard about this? Of course she has. Wait, the Stanford one? prison experiment. Where, like, where they took they, a random they, sample of they took people. A, they took like a, a bunch of college kids to, oh, yeah. to participate in a study. To electric shock t- people. T- no, 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 no. It wasn't no, that that's one. A different it was. One. They get college kids to, like, act out prison guard and prisoners. Bring right? the mic a little closer. Like, more. prison uh, guards. Like, yeah. they would wear, like, guard outfits, and then they get prisoners. And they Totally would have- random selection. So, say you had 30 people. 15 got chosen to be prisoners. 15 got chosen to be guards. Okay. And, and, and they just had... Uh, they were underground. It's been a while they, since I read this, yeah, but, like... They put them in an underground facility based on a real prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just basically said... Okay, we're going to see what happens. And what it ended up happening is like, obviously, because you have this position of power, you're going to abuse it. And just like, there was no like, okay, you're a dick, you're going to be an officer. It's just like, no, completely random selection. And what ended up happening is like, the, the people in power ended up totally abusing them, just like, oh my god. And they just took on the roles full on. Exactly. Even though it was this weird study. Yeah. The, yeah, they, it, it they, didn't they, matter. They, it was no real power. Was. It was just, oh my God. Yeah, power just fucks people up. Power corrupts. It's true. Absolute power corrupts. That's why I don't work Absolutely. out. Absolutely. That's why you don't work out? Yeah. That's your excuse? <laughs> no. I've actually been starting. I've been trying. We got to do, do some uh, yoga. YMCA yoga. Definitely. Yeah, that's it. That's why, yeah. I got guest passes, Andrew, if you want to come to the YMCA. I want to go. I want to I wanna swim. Yeah. Let's do some laps. They also yeah. have free swims open to the general public. Yeah. No way. Let's do it. What about like taekwondo classes? They've got capoeira. Kick- they've kickboxing. got kickboxing. They've got yoga. They've got like a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. Although I'm a little do bit... Do they have ping pong tables? No. Oh. I'm a... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Your sport of choice. Damn it. I'm a little bit... I don't know, trepidatious, I guess, about doing yoga at a YMCA. It just doesn't seem like... I know, everyone is like, well, if you're going to do yoga, go to a real yoga place. And I'm like, don't got money for a gym pass on a yoga pass. (sighs) Everyone's a fucking yoga teacher now. You don't know who you're getting your lessons from. Uh, Yeah, that's true. A lot of the most fucked up people I've ever met have been yoga teachers. (laughs) My mom was like a full-on yoga teacher. Oh, yeah? What are you trying to say about my mom, Evan? That she's fucked up. I don't (laughs) know her or you, but I'm going to say she's probably fucked up. Yeah, come on. Everybody's fucked up. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. You know what, though? I I am very, very, like, wary of people who aren't fucked up. 
Yeah. You know, like if you're if you're just stop like, calling me so well adjusted. <laughs> no, tripping me out right now. <laughs> there's a difference between well being well adjusted and like and not being fucked like up. I have no problem because you're fucked up. You're fucked up. You're a well adjusted level of fucked up. And that's what I love about you, man. You don't know me. <laughs> no, I do know you. I, feel, <laughs> I think I know you pretty fucking well. But uh, I don't know. Like, people who just, like, they're very, very normal. You know? And just like, but what's lying right underneath the surface? They probably uh, got some. It's like, almost like uh, you see people that are normal, but then it's like only normal to a certain standard of existence. I well, think. yeah, that, that, that normalcy standard is just like, you know? You know like that's the, why the I love medium. Mad Men. It's like, I haven't watched it. It's like John Hamm plays hmm. Don Draper, right? Who is like in every respect like the American ideal: beautiful wife, beautiful house, sure. beautiful kids, okay. beautiful badass man. job. He's super a pretty good looking, good dude. looking, cool yeah. name, smokes cigarettes. <laughs> He's a badass yeah. at work. You know what, Don but, Draper? But you know what? He's John Hamm, also a cool name. He's the most fucking rotten person. Really? Ever. He's really? like the most damaged, rotten soul. His real huh. name, he's not, he's not even named Don Draper. His real name is Dick Whitman, which is a <laughs> dorky name. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So it's just like this perfect little portrait of the American ideal. And then it's just like underneath, it's just like rotten, horrible mm. shit. Mm. Makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah. I feel uh, like I bring all my rotten aspects to the, to the forefront. What are you going to say? On that note of everybody being fucked up, I think I should probably hit the road that's cool that's are we, cool are we getting too drunk uh, we're no. getting a little too fucked up for you getting too fucked up man. definitely not uh yeah no no seriously you can leave it anytime it's not actually locked in no i lied God. it was only okay. for the first hour well i told the truth and then i lied and and, and okay. now i'm telling the truth again you can go at any time thank you so much for having me guys did you have fun so much fun okay cool I got to get drunk and hang out and yeah. get recorded. Yeah. You Lucky see what I mean, day. though? Like, with the with the weird aspect of once you hit the record button, it's, like, a very different... Almost, like, what I would put it, like, in, in kind of, like, a... I don't know. Uh, descriptor is, like, you're kind of going towards a water, waterfall, but you're not going over the edge yet. It's just, like... I don't know. I feel like because you're being recorded, you have this idea that, like, oh, I got to keep talking, I got to keep talking. And that allows you to pull out these things that you never would have talked about before. Totally. You know, like... You're sharper. Yeah. And three people in a room, like, I'll, I love you guys both, but if we were all three of us in a room right now without microphones on... You probably would have left a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, eh, I'm tired. <laughs> Fuck these guys. <laughs> but, uh, no, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, on. fucking A, man. A-plus guest rating. We've been having so many good guests lately. Yeah. Yo, I ran into Nikki today. Did you? Yeah, in the metro, coming home from work. <laughs> Great. The last guy we had on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm totally down to do Come. a next round interstellar-themed awesome. podcast. Totally in. Want. Yeah, yeah, of course. Cool. Thank you. I want to. Uh, we should do like a round table with everybody we've had <laughs> on so far. <laughs> we need some more mics if we're going to do that. More, we need, that'll be like our our uh, our goal to, to work towards. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming on. We're gonna we're gonna keep talking because we don't do any edits. Um, Sweet. And I'm gonna take my headphones off. Yeah, so yeah. This is me leaving. Bye. This is you. Bye. The mic still picks up everything you say, though. Yeah. Oh God. So you can have your your commentary as you're putting in your jacket. Fantastic. What's nice though is they they fixed the door downstairs. What it used to be is that like in order to get out you needed a key, which is a pain in the ass. Obviously. 
But now you got like the little, you have got like the, the, the push, slip lock, the, the push, push lock kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So, Andrew. Police incident outside right now. <laughs> Always on par. Yeah. How, how do you feel? I feel like uh, this is great. We, we weren't talking about <laughs> our, our dicks for like three hours. Well, kind of. In a more sophisticated way. <laughs> right. Right. I think the the next few guests we need to have, which is what we've got lined up, is like some serious femininity. Well, it's not. I'm more about just... So excited to be described that way, honestly. Well, no, no, I'm truly. Very rarely get described as feminine. Truly. So. Well, people, like, I, what I love about this show, like this episode and the last episode, is just like two people I have never talked to in right, before. Yeah, I and guess, I just get yeah. this like awesome insight into their lives. Yeah, yeah, and truly. it's on the air, so like yeah. it's this really focused conversation. And I don't know. Lily, do you want some beers for the road? I'm okay. You're good? I okay. Just pass out. Cool. But thank you. I'll see you uh, in okay. a few days, yeah? Yeah, I'll see you on Sunday. Okay, okay. cool. Okay. okay. Take care, guys. See you later. Bye. Well, here we are again, Andrew. Strangers in the studio, exchanging <laughs> bullshit each and every Wednesday. You remembered that. Uh, so, man, as soon as I pee once, I just got to... The floodgates are open. I know, I know. Okay, so, go pee. I can um, talk. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I'm not even going to give you a recommendation. You got it. I got this, guys. All right. So now that it's just you and me, we're going to get into some real shit right now. So my biggest problem in my life right now is that I don't have a good iTunes music selection. It's got to the point because like, I collect records. I listen to a lot of music, but I get trapped in these funks where I just listen to the same fucking song 20 times and I listen to it every day. And over and over and over again until I get sick of it and I just hate the song. So the songs I've been listening to lately are Aphex Twins' Window Liquor, which you should totally listen to because it's like, I don't like electronic music. I think it's kind of dumb because I like I like soul music and funk with a beat, like makes me want to dance. But fucking Aphex Twin Man has been my gateway drug to the electronic music world. And he just... I'm pretty sure everybody who talks about Apex Twin says this, but he just adds this incredible emotional quality to it. And Window Liquor is like a 10-minute song, and it just has one of the most badass fucking beats ever. Just like the, 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 the way the bass plugs into it. It's like... And you have to pull up this track right now. It's so good, and I've become addicted to it. But it's almost to the point where I'm like getting sick of it because I listen to it every fucking day, and... I, I, I need I need new music input so like I'm going to the obscure realms of my iTunes library right now so I, I pull up Barry White and I just <laughs> listen to a full Barry White album that just I had downloaded randomly yeah and it was fucking incredible I'd never heard it all the way through and there's just like a huh. couple of tracks that are just like obscure Barry White songs that just like blew me away damn they were so good can't say I've listened to a lot of Barry White to be quite honest because it's always just like but that was sort of death metal very white but um but yeah so i don't know i was just i was just talking about how i i listen to the same music every day right and i get i get in these funks where i'm not listening to new music every day and i just like listen the problem to the that same, i've got is, is the same songs like i've listened to instant crush by daft punk 
at least three times every day. <laughs> every fucking day I listen to yeah. the same, and I love it, and I rock out to yeah. it every single time. But it's going to get to a point where I'm just like, I fucking hate this song so much. Well, you're not there yet, so that's No, cool. I know, and I don't think I ever will, because I think that's one of the best songs ever, but... I don't know. Which one's that? It's the Julian Casablanca's one. So I chained myself to a friend. Nice. No It's such a good song. Do you do you know the song I'm talking about right now? Yeah, I've listened to the album. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the the Instant Crush? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. Of course. Uh, so we're about two hours and twenty minutes in. Uh, you want to play some scruples? Sure. So, I feel like you should just make one up uh, on the spot. I don't think it'll be that hard. Okay, let's make it up. Yeah. Um, okay, so you... Can I have that lighter, by the way? And your significant other, your person, your girlfriend... Sure. You've been dating for six months. You're not living together, but you've been... You're both in love, and you're you've passed the honeyman honeymoon period. The honeyman. The honeyman period. <laughs> okay. You're you're over the honeyman. The honeyman's gone. No more honeyman. Yeah. Okay. He's 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 left. He he delivered his honey, and we're at this point now. Okay. And all of a sudden, your girlfriend says that she's super into getting shit on. <laughs> Do you shit on her? Yes or no? And it's like, it's not only like she's fantasized about it a few times. This is like a big part of her past right. that she has just, is, okay. fi- is finally just. Dis- okay. Wait a second. To. Wait a second. Wait a second. Big part of her past as in she's bitten shit on before, or this is the first she's always wanted to have been shit on. She was with another guy before you that you, that she's talked about before, but she's never talked about this part of the relationship. Okay. That makes it different. She. And and then she's dubbed done it before in other in other times since then. But this was, there was one guy who was like her previous big time relationship that introduced her to it, and like now she's super into it. I would no no wait 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 wait. Part of the scruples game is I'm supposed to guess what you will say. Okay. I have my answer. You have your answer? Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to say you shit. Okay. You can define whether or not you (laughs) guessed properly because my answer would be... Depends. um, (laughs) <laughs> she has depends on <laughs> my answer would be i my shits are so rank that i feel like i would regardless of her fetish completely ruin the situation and so what i would do those are probably like the best ones oh god that's man. probably part of what is a turn on okay no here's the thing though here's the thing if i fuck man I don't think that I could be so emotionally attached to somebody that like I married them without knowing that this is a part of their life. And I feel they, like they just bring it up out of left field. Well, then, then, then what else are they hiding? That's <laughs> like, the only thing. <laughs> uh, fuck man. I, okay. So here's the thing. 
in order to be an accommodating lover gotta be ggg yeah <laughs> thanks dan savage i i w- i want to say that i would do it but here's the caveat is that i know that's not a part of my sexuality right so if i did it once obviously this is going to be a continuing thing and i don't think that i could handle shitting on someone okay i think that like it would turn me off so much that like it wouldn't be worth turning somebody on in order to do it fucking news flash yeah congratulations i have a new tinder match let's hear it wait we have to get back to this though yeah obviously uh okay keep sorry keep talking no just like i i Obviously, I want to be an accommodating lover and like, but here's the thing. I think that's where I draw the line. And what's interesting about this question is that like, I know that before I married somebody that I would go through every single fetish and every single possible, you know, <laughs> possibility that, that that I could sexually arise with this person, that there's no way that I would marry somebody who would only reveal that post honeymoon. There's no fucking way. So my answer would be, no, you're wrong. I would. That would be a deal breaker. That would be the deal breaker, and I would say like, holy shit. Okay, my <laughs> floodgates are open right now, so okay. you can keep talking about this. Okay. <laughs> There's not much more to talk about. Like, I um, I, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So like, imagine this question posed another way. Like for me, like I draw the line at at shit or or something else like imagine if somebody you know you married somebody and then after the honeymoon they say hey listen man i've got like this weird fetish where like you have to dress up in a diaper and like i can't get off no that's that's the thing like if you're with somebody here's here's why you can't marry somebody without having sex with them first or at least having these conversations is because that's the point of dating. That's the point of of being with somebody long enough to 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 know them. Like you don't want to. I don't know how I feel about marriage, really. But if you get into this point with somebody, if you get in this contractual obligation that you're going to be with somebody for the rest of your life, you would hope. Not even you would hope. You would expect that you knew all these things about this person, and for somebody to reveal that after the fact would be kind of a tell that they hadn't been completely honest with you in the first place. And that's totally, I, I guess I would say unethical. That That's what I would say. It, it's unethical to, you know, to assume that you've told each other everything and that, okay, now that we're married, now I will bring this thing up into the forefront. Now you got to shit on my chest. Like, no, no, I couldn't do it, man. The, 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 the smell of my own shit on even somebody's chest that i was so fucking in love with i don't know i don't know how to i I don't know i don't know i really don't know maybe maybe one day i could find myself so in love that i'd be willing to shit on my partner's chest but at this point in my life and everything that i've experienced so far the answer would be a full wholehearted no Evan doesn't shit. 
I've never pooped on people. I've never pooped. Here's the thing. I, I eat a lot, but I, I, I exercise enough that I just sweat it out. I've never, I haven't taken a shit in 14 years. You, I just shit out of my pores every yeah, once yeah, in a while. Uh, yeah. Sweat is poor shit. It's like every once in a while you just smell like shit for no reason. Yeah. Well, oh, don't that, judge me. That's what that is. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. no judging. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, so Tinder match right here. Okay. Um, I, I remember swiping yes to this to Ooh, this, to that's this girl. Good. Her name's Leela, twenty one. Wait, uh, maybe Layla. It's L E E L A. Oh, okay, Leela. Sure. And it's uh, it says messenger man. She, about, that means about, you just matched, so that means she's online. About Leela says I love to vape. And so she's ask her if she wants to get high. You want to get high? No, no. I'm gonna go with my usual. Yo, what's up? Um, okay, so she's very cute. She's her first photo. She's wearing a plaid mini skirt with knee socks. Knee socks are really big oh, for me. Oh man! And a denim jacket with short hair. And she looks like she's probably like pretty tall. And <sighs> fuck, there's only two photos. But here, here, let's see what you think. Oh wow, man! Where's Leela on my fucking feed? <laughs> God damn it! Uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, it's a match. Oh, it's a match. You got matches? Well, but this is me matching, which means they're probably not online. That's fine. I guess. They'll, they'll come back. Why are we not finding the same people? That's what I want to know. Like, we're in the same I think I think they zone. just get lost in the machine gun, just like, yes, yes, yes. Right. I'm sure, we, I'm sure we've lined up before. I guess. Leela, where are you? Um, have you spoken with our girlfriend lately? <laughs> um, not really. The last communication I had with her is she, she sent me a Snapchat of a quote from a Haruki Murakami novel. Wait, I just got a Snapchat. I wonder if it's also the same thing. Could you imagine? Is it from her? Except. Is it from her? I don't know. I got, it should I got tell you who it's from. No, I'm, I'm loading it up right now. Wait. Loading. Wait, I think it might just be from Team Snapchat. Oh, then fuck that. Oh, damn it. Maybe it maybe it expired. Does that is that a, is it time sensitive? No, 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 no. It just like disappears after. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to go. I never contact my matches, so I'm just going to say, hey, exclamation Whoa, mark. Whoa, Leland sent me a new message. No, 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 no. No, Leela. Oh no, my main pick makes her uncomfortable. Meaning what? It, well, my my main photo has a picture of me with the cover of the Big Black album cover, which says "Songs <laughs> about, songs about fu fucking." So ask her granted, why she swiped yes if it makes her uncomfortable. I'm just gonna say you don't like Big Black. Just say something like you should listen to Big Black. Okay, I'm like. Just swiping right, 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 just so I can get to Leela, just to see if that's actually a fucking. Imagine if we could do that. No, it's not gonna happen. Why? And it's probably making for a sort of a boring podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Um. Well, we had a we had a good, uh, you know, hour and a half. Lily's great, hey. Yeah, she's awesome, man. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um. All we do all day when we're working together is just talk and talk and talk. 
It's great though. So you're like you're perfect for the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, I was just like, hey, I know you can talk. You That's some so cool. Things to go on. I wonder if there's an. I'm trying to think of like people I know sort of peripherally as like quote unquote coworkers. What if we get Andrew on? That would be great. Wouldn't That'd that be, be great. Wouldn't that be crazy? We got to get him to pay for the fucking hosting. Otherwise, it's never going to fucking happen. No, it'll happen with or without him in, okay. the, near, in the near future. Don't don't worry about it. It's going to happen. Okay. I'm serious. Because the past two weeks is like, is this a really a podcast? And it's like, well... Just say yes. Just say it is. Okay. I don't like... I don't know. I Come don't. on. You're a pathological liar. <laughs> hey, but listen, man. I'm working on that shit. Why do you think I go to fucking therapy? Uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like then again playing into your into your problems if you start doing that yeah i don't know i've been i think i've been really good the past 10 months about, really? is about that, is that something that eye. addresses that you address in your therapy dude that's why i went to therapy that is the only reason why i went to therapy because because of my pathological lying what do you care to discuss it yeah, I'll discuss it. I mean, um, I don't know, man. Like, like what? What like, has? What has been the history? The history has been since I can remember. Since I remember having any kind of consciousness, part of who I am is um, lying, and it started out as lying in order to, you know prop myself up a bit and seem like a better kind of person than I actually was. And, you know, the, no, I don't know. This is like me, me reflecting because like it, it started out, I've just always lied always. And so like, you just know, like, cause you can, well, yeah, because I can. And because I, I, and then I started figuring out that I was good at it. And you know, like that definitely helped is my, it, is it like the George Costanza thing where he's like, Jerry, it's not a lie. If you believe it's true. No, because it is a lie, and it's even more of a lie when you do believe it's true. Right. And, like, that's the thing. It, like, it would just be even, like, it, as innocent as, like, hey, uh, what'd you do today? Oh, you know, like, I, I ate some double-stuffed Oreos. I haven't eaten Oreos in weeks. Just because you thought that's like, sounds funny? Exactly. Just, like, I don't know, and all about molding my, the presentation of myself mm-hmm. um, to other people. And like, this is something I've been talking about in therapy, but like, I, 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 I think that it, it's relevant, but the idea that like, I felt so alienated from other people just a, a, as my own existence, I think what happened is that I felt like I needed to, you know, um, uh, embellish everything about myself in order to seem like I I wasn't a fucking alien in order to fit in in order to fit in. And that's what allowed me to pretend to fit in, you know, and it worked, it worked really well. And so I just had been hooked on that since. So it was just something like a social habit that like worked really well. Yeah, it worked really well. And I, and I haven't, but then I want to say hadn't, but then eventually like, I guess backfired enough times that you're like, Oh, totally. Problem not even backfired enough times, but like gotten into situations where it's like, I don't remember all the lies that I've told, you know, like if if it's, if, if you're telling the truth, it doesn't matter when, when like 10 months down the road, the the same conversation comes up because it's the truth. 
Like, obviously, you know what the truth is. Yeah. But when you're lying all the time, and then you get into a conversation about something that's happened that happened to be a lie, you don't know you where... You have to, like, recall what you You have to recall said. it. And because it's a lie, there's no, yeah. there's no real memory for it. So once, then you get I conversations once, like, wait, what? That didn't happen. Like, I, one, <laughs> I, I once had a moment of, path, not pathological lying, but just... I, this guy... I had a hot oh shit Evan got it to match too this is this is our night that's <laughs> it go on I don't on. think Leela messaged me back though oh well um uh um I told this guy who um was a friend of mine that I, I had a hot tub in my house growing up mm-hmm. like my family just had a jacuzzi and yeah. he's like well, how did where did you get this jacuzzi from and I'm like I, I won it in a contest <laughs> i just like like under a bottle cap or something or something like that i forget what it was exactly but i was like i won this this hot tub and i had just made that up for some reason i don't i don't know why i did that I right think maybe it's because like i don't know i have no idea why i would come right. up with that but then like years later he brought it up again <laughs> and he's like i can't believe you won that hot tub oh and no and i'm like huh oh shit yeah oh, like, oh that yeah. that lie that i made up <laughs> I'm just like, but I mean, I, I, I imagine maybe you've done like crazier ones, but that was my, yeah. Like I, I don't know. Some of the most memorable ones are one, like when I first moved to this school, so I moved to this school, I was eight years old. I was talking about this earlier. Uh-huh. I like, I was the allergy kid. That right. was me. That was my identity. I was the, not just the new kid, but I was also the new kid with all these fucking allergies that made all these kids not want to eat, not be able to eat peanut butter sandwiches at school. So I would say things like two that I remember in particular. One that my dad was Curtis Joseph, the goalies of the the goalie of the Edmonton Oilers. Whoa, that's a pretty good lie, though. Um, sorry, there's three. The second one that not only was my dad Curtis Joseph, but he owned Doritos, the entire company of Doritos. <laughs> and three, uh, I can throw a rock one mile. And then kids were like, you can't throw a rock one mile. And I was like, well, I I get it, but my, my tree house is half a mile high, so I can just throw it out, and then it's actually like a mile in total. Okay. Fuck. Like, what? 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 Is, what, is, what, what, what did I get from that? I don't Nothing. know. It's, it's entertaining to people. Yeah, that's the thing. I just, I like to entertain. And here's what's interesting is like, Part of my, I think my, I don't know, my personality maybe, but like the the way that I interact with the people, I'm really big on stories. Like I love telling stories. And yeah. I, like, I love not just like giving an anecdote, but I love spending like a good four to five minutes with the buildup and the antecedent yeah, yeah, action yeah, yeah. and the punchline. And I, I'm really good at telling stories. But what what's fucked is like, we've got one friend in particular, Karin. She always calls me out on it. But here's the thing. Every story that I've ever told you or Karin has been totally true. But when Karin, for I don't know what fucking reason, calls me out on something, it peaks this little part of my brain that's just like, oh, wait, wait, she's calling me out on something. What? Oh, no, wait, this is actually true. And that, that's what does she call like, you out on, though? Just like, she's like, oh, no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. Right. Like, fuck that. That's bullshit. Okay. I'm like, okay, wait, I know this story sounds like bullshit. Because most of the things, most of the stories that I tell, the reason why I'm telling them is because they're fucking unbelievable. Like, I mean, I'm of the view that even like when anybody's telling me anything, yeah, I don't assume that they're 
telling the truth right. or lying. They're just telling me a story that happened to them. And I'm like, this was their perception of reality. But, oh, uh-oh. wait, what's happening? Delay, delay, oh, wait. delay, delay. It's the delay. same thing that happened last time. Hello. Uh, doopy, doopy, oh, doopy, doopy. What happened? Do you move your foot? Okay, this is really trippy. I'm going to pause it. Pause it. <laughs> and we're going to come back to it, okay? It's okay. Okay, we're back. And we're back. And we're back. And in the time that we have had break, uh, I think it's just been like, like my my shameless white, uh, right swiping. Right swiping. That was hard to say. I almost said wipes writing. Um, I've had two Tinder matches. Whoa. And any, we're talking. <laughs> any, any cuties? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. Wait, let me see. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, actually, this girl's very nice. Let me see. Let me see. Whoa. Hell yeah. She's hot. Uh, you jelly? Kind of. Leela's not responding. Fuck her. Um, you hear that? Whoa, Rachel's pretty hot, too. You both like Ted? Ted Talks? <laughs> and war Who paint. doesn't? And War Paint. And you just got a new message from Sophie. Oh, let me, let me see, let me see. Whoa. Hey, hello, how are you doing? Other than this cold, dark end of November business, pretty good. Haha, <laughs> how about you? But the snow is gone. I, this is Evan. I wore a fall jacket today and felt like the winter was all over. I guess I'm in for a harsh awakening pretty soon. Haha. <laughs> and then she said, yeah, yesterday was great too. <laughs> Uh well I guess this is the end of the podcast. This is so. turning into the worst <laughs> podcast ever right no, now. I'll uh I'll 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 just ignore that for a while. I'll ignore it for a minute. I'll seem way cooler if I don't. Just tell her you're podcasting and tell her to come and join the podcast. Uh, no. Uh, I would. Oh. Oh no! Turn it off, man. No no, off. no 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 no. Oh oh no! I can't! I can't! <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Uh anyway. Um, so, uh, <laughs> okay, so we're talking about, um, your pathological lying and how you're saying that the oh guy, God, don't bring that up again, but, uh, but you're saying that your dad like ran Doritos and was the goalie for the, yeah, yeah. And it made me Oilers. friends for a minute. And I said, like, I was there when princess Diana died, like just total bullshit, like eight year old. Okay. Bullshit. So what I was going to say, a friend of mine, um, Austin, who was like, me, Jake, and Austin were like the trio all through high school. Right. Like we were just like in a band together and we spent all our time together. We didn't really have a lot of other friends. Sure. We were just like the three of us. Well, that's my friend Austin, who you have to meet one day. He's going to come okay. to Montreal soon. Cool. You guys would totally get along. And he's like Mr. Storyteller. He just right. like loves the story. Here's the thing. I don't get along with other storytellers. <laughs> you, you, I feel like you guys, you guys, you guys would click. You guys are similar in a lot of ways. Okay. But like, um, he, I would listen to him tell this one story about, a family vacation to Mexico right. and how he was in uh, like grade 10 or 11 and he needed to get his hands on a scientific calculator <laughs> so he could do his math homework. Okay. And so they went into Mexico and they were yeah. in like, um, uh, fucking, uh, Puerto Vallarta, not Puerto Vallarta. They were in like near, um, what's the, Manzanillo. What, what's the central city? Not Mexico city, but, um, Ca- Cancun. They were in Cancun. Okay. Which I guess is not a, Juarez. A central, it's not a central city. I don't know where Cancun is. Anyway, 
<clears throat> he would tell the story about going th- into the downtown parts of Cancun to get his hands on a scientific calculator. And <laughs> the story started with him sort of like coming up against these kind of like sketchy sa- salesman guys. Right. And did they were like led into the Spanish? S- sort of. Tourist. I almost said, do you s- does he speak Mexican? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. <laughs> but um, anyway, Ignorant. I would hear him Ignorant. tell this and, he, and they would like get into this sort of crazy little situation where they thought like some guy was being sort of a gangster or whatever. But then it progressed to him. I would because I would hear him tell the story over and over and over again to different people that he would meet. And every time he was told the story, it would get fucking crazy. Oh, it would get more yeah. nuts. And like all of a sudden, okay, like he was not, being held at gunpoint. That's like, wow. Well, okay. That's lying. <laughs> but like, that's like a fishing story. You know, it's like the fish was this big. Yeah. And then it was this big. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So, and I, I see, and I, I don't object to it though. Like I'm never like, Aust- I'm never the guy who's like, you're lying. You right, told me right. before. I just sit back and enjoy it. Because it's a story. It's meant yeah. to be entertaining. See, Who I gives a shit if it's true, true. or not? Well, Who true. fucking cares? Unless you're like using it to like <sighs> manipulate people, which I guess you are inevitably doing. Yeah, but, yeah. But I don't know. Like, I had a friend that... Um, if nobody's going to find out that you're lying, who cares? No, that's the wrong way to look at it. That's yeah, the I, wrong way to look at it, I, my I friend. I guess so. Like That sounded kind of crazy <laughs> when I said that just now. But like, if it's a story like that, that you in Mex- about Mexico or whatever... Like why okay, not tell a thing, crazy thing, entertaining story thing, and lie? Thing. Like why if not? If you say that's your that's your job, like you're a fucking comedian or something, embellish away, my friend, or say you're a writer, embellish away. But when you're in a group with your friends, like tell the truth, and like th- yeah. this is what I'm trying to do now is like just be truthful and be honest and be like accountable for everything that yeah. I say, because not only is it the right thing to do, but it makes things a lot less confusing when you have to tell it later. Yeah, I had a friend that um. I was working with him at the at the brick warehouse and we moved furniture together. And uh, he came to work the next day. He was like, yo, man, I had the craziest night. I was just walking home and this car pulled up beside me. It was like, hey, you want to come party? And he was like, yeah, okay. And he ended up having a threesome with two girls doing cocaine off their tits. And so this was a story that I would tell to like be like, yo, have you heard this fucking story of my friend who did this shit? And for years, I would tell this story over and over when he was in the room, you know, like not as a windman kind of thing, but just like, this isn't the coolest story that I've ever heard. He was walking home to go home to go to sleep and he got picked up and ended up having a threesome with these two girls doing cocaine off their tits. And more than, more than three, like either three or four years later, I was telling this story and he tapped me on the shoulder. He's like, listen, man, it's not true that never happened i'm really sorry that like i told you the story but like and every time you tell it i have this horrible sense of guilt because i know it's not true but you thought it was true so like you start telling this story you start telling the story and like how am i supposed to stop you in the middle of the story that you're telling about me but he he took me aside he's like this it isn't true stop stop telling that story and so I, i never told it again obviously but like it's like sometimes things get beyond yeah. yourself. And what's interesting is like people's memories have completely different. They're, they're constructed of completely different things. Like I have a friend, um, one of my friends who came to Montreal from Edmonton most recently, uh, him and two other friends. Uh, one of the first times they got high is they, they got high. They ended up walking through the river Valley, coming back up to Edmonton downtown when Edmonton was in the playoffs and like kicking 
ass. So like we had Edmonton riots and like they were burning fucking pallets in the was street. It when Gretzky and, like, was playing? No, 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 okay. <laughs> no, not that long ago. Okay. But it was like, like in the 80s, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like two thousand fucking nine or something. I don't remember the year, but they were like hanging off of street lamps and all this kind of shit. And every time he tells that story, he includes me in the story. And I wasn't there. <laughs> like, I really wasn't there. And the first few times he told it, I was like, okay, well, okay, you thought I was there. Whatever. I didn't mention anything. But then after a while, I had to be like, yo, listen, man, I wasn't there. And he was like, what? I could have sworn you were there. I was like, no, I really wasn't. He's like, no, but you were there. And so I've corrected him three times. So I yeah. corrected him once, and I assumed he would stop telling it with me in the story. But then he told it again with me in the story, and I corrected him again. I was like, no. Yeah. But like people's memories are just like w- way more malleable than you'd ever think, you know? Oh yeah, like that's what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. Like the most like human accounts of things are the most unreliable source ever. Yeah, and that's just fucked up about like dogma and religion. You know, it's just like people talking around a fucking campfire you know, saying something that... Yeah, because could, that's such a factor. That's that, made that, up. And then uh, 2,000 years down the road, it's fucking doctrine, you know? But also, but also, like, you have some sort of crazy experience that you want to relay to your friends. And yeah. the point of it is you want to relay how crazy your experience was. <laughs> yeah. And you're not thinking rationally. You're thinking based on this crazy experience that yeah because it was crazy to you because it was it, your yeah. experience of it whatever it was was nuts and like yeah. ch- like changed your life in some way yeah you know and and so when you're in the in the storytelling mode you're, you're not giving a shit about like whether it's factually checkable you're not like <laughs> yeah. this journalist who's like yeah, marking yeah. and making sure everything's true you're just like lost in the narrative and it was there, and then this happened because you're like you're getting a response from your audience yeah. you know and you're putting like on a little in, show it's like giving entertainment you like yeah, all yeah, that yeah. In, the endorphin and yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, fun oh, it's, yeah. it's great and like so but that and I, I know that and so like I appreciate and it's not like I, I don't want to say like I distrust people yeah but I just appreciate like it's it's not that I don't believe people when they're telling me stories yeah it's just like I believe your story right now <laughs> right I wasn't there I don't know what happened mm. but like right now I believe you because you believe it right now yeah you know and that's the, all that matters at this point because who the fuck nobody's videotaping everything yeah at, at least not yet you know well not yet we're getting there and i think that's i am totally willing to you know get rid of all the privacy that i could ever imagine to have in order for nobody else to have privacy i mean it's kind of inevitable yeah yeah totally i think we're getting that point like think of all like think about fucking facebook man like i don't know i feel like this is a dead topic to talk about because everybody talks about it but like it's all out in the open there's nothing left to hide like what i thought was kind of funny about um the whole fappening thing with all those celebrities yeah, and like Jennifer Lawrence yeah, and Jennifer Lawrence's like persona up until that point was like, she's such a down to earth Hollywood actress. She's so relatable. Yeah. She's so like quirky and funny. And like she goes on Letterman and is like all giggly and shy (laughs) and like is freaked out. She's talking about how weird it is and like everybody can kind of relate to her. And that's why she's so kind of liked not only as a great actress, like she's a fucking awesome actor, but as a person, she has a personality. People love that. Like she's so like, oh, she's just like a normal person. Like like if I was there, that's how I would be feeling right now. So like that's why everybody kind of fell in love with her. And then photos of of her come out with come all over her face yeah and it takes that to a whole other level yeah i feel like it just made it better and like even more relatable i know, you know? and that's that's the funniest part is like and it, it's it, it, it sort of changed the whole thing about like celebrities being like this otherworldly thing and jennifer lawrence comes along mm-hmm. and she's like 
I'm not like other celebrity. I'm just a normal person. I'm just a normal but then, person but then, who also takes pictures that come on my face. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah. That's not that uncommon, I would yeah. think. Everybody has dirty photos of people and bullshit. And this I don't and have that. a lot of those, though. I, I have zero. I have yeah. none at all. I, I haven't engaged in that. But like, I sent one dick pic once. Well, I've, I've taken photos. But that was to an established girlfriend. I've taken, I hope I've, she still has I've it. I've taken photos of my dick just for reference, just to compare, <laughs> like seeing what my oh, dick really? looks like on film. What's your angle? Uh, it was like always... from the top? It's always when I'm like in bed, so I just like point my computer screen at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's flattering. That's pretty I, weird. I, yeah, I, I took one, um, sent it to a, like a now ex girlfriend, and that's the only one that's out there. But like, I, <laughs> I had, oh man, my friends are weird. My, my friends back in Edmonton, um, basically, my one friend who was a girl was like talking to my other friend who was a guy, and she's just like, like a like an instigator basically she was, so she was like you know being like hey baby like what's up like send me a picture of your dick not not wanting it actually but just like trying to like make fun of him right and so he sent one and the angle was like from below the dick so like he must have been holding he must have been holding his phone from like back behind the ass and then forward between the knees taking a picture up of his face with like his dick in the forefront <laughs> so like it was just uh, i don't know I, it wasn't flattering at all but anyway so he sent it and then like he's like send me one of yours and so she went on google images and looked up like amateur breasts and sent it to him but the funniest part was that she sent it to all of our friend group in an email so i got this email being like hey look at this cool picture and i opened the email and it's just like my other friend like taking a picture of his oh, fucking no. like lower dick and face yeah. like, oh. i mean that's pretty horrible like I, I was trying to say about jennifer lawrence too like i think it's horrible that like she got hacked and everything and like her photos got exposed and stuff like that sucks but keep going but like uh, i don't know i think it, it just play like and this is what she kind of did. She kind of just owned it. She was like, "Yeah, I was in a fucking healthy, cool relationship with my boyfriend, and yeah, we would, uh, she, he would come on my face sometimes, and it was cool. Like it, we got, we, you know." And if you're looking at this right now, you are a sex offender, and like you are perpetuating a sex crime, which I guess I kind of agree with. But on the other hand, I looked at them. So, am I a bad person? Maybe. But also, I don't know. You're a celebrity, and that shit happens. How do you expect people not to look at it? And she was like, I had friends who said, told me they looked at it. I'm like, how dare you? Like, you're participating in this awful sex, which I guess is true, you know? So it's a, it's another one of those weird sort of gray area things. Because, like, I guess the fact that everybody is looking at it and is kind of so open about it is the problem. Is the problem. And, like, I, by looking at it, am part of the problem. And I am, you know, it doesn't change my behavior. But like I said before, it's better to tell the story than to not. Like it would be great if we were all just like perfect people who would just respect people's privacy and just not participate in it. But if you're participating in culture at all, I don't know. How do you not? How do you not? Who didn't? Who said no? Who said I'm not going to look at these? Come on. Really? Did you not? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're, everybody's a saint except for me. I don't think that that's true though, but maybe, maybe, I don't know. I wish, I wish, um, I wish our guest was still here to have input about this, but, um, hmm, we need to get more female guests on this show. Definitely. 
because guys talking about shit is all of a sudden becomes very one-sided. And that's what I loved about having our guest on here was like, um, uh, off, she offered very intelligent perspectives on things without like, and it's not like she said anything groundbreaking, but like it was, it was interesting to have a guest on who was like offering a different perspective. And the female perspective is very different. I think. Because I, I, I wish I wish it's I, very different. I wish I wish it wasn't though. You know, like I wish we were all. But I, I was just saying how like guys talking is very different than when a girl is here talking. You know. Yeah, yeah, that's really true. Well, like, you know what? I don't know. I was hoping it would be as such because I felt like we needed something. You know, six episodes in to to kick it on to another level, and uh, I'm glad that it did. But you're right. At the same time, I wish that it wasn't. Yeah. You know. And it wasn't like it was that different. No, no, no. I, it wasn't like, oh, I guess we can't talk about uh, ejaculations. Like, no, no. Lily's super cool. But Lily. I was blanking on her name just now, and I felt so <laughs> embarrassed right now. I was just like, and when, and I inhaled on my cigarette, I was like, our guest, Lily. Because I was oh. like, because Le- Leela was just tindering me, and I'm like, I right. know her name's not Has Leela. she messaged you back I, yet? No, it's a, no, she didn't. Oh. So, I just sent a message in the bathroom. Oh, shit. But I, oh, I'm such a piece of shit for not remembering. But no, it's okay. Who cares, man? No, I know. I'm kind of. I'm a little bit. I've had. I had. I had a beer. You know. So I'm, you had one. Yeah. Wait, really? Just one? No, I had like. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I'm on number six. I'm like, well, well. I just forget people's names all the time. Was, I'm just it, a very forgetful person so, like, by nature. We're, we're, so. we're talking about my uh, my uh, ex girlfriend before, and like the. <laughs> the idea that, like she's the only one listening to this which is totally true the only person now i, I don't know i was like, i was making jokes before about like one guy in upper west side new york blah 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 but like that one guy really, in upper west side new york <laughs> named richard <laughs> is evan's ex-girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i think i mentioned it before but like we we share the same itunes um uh password i guess so like she we've got this thing called itunes match so like everything that i download onto my itunes ends up on on her itunes so she's really the only one listening to this and i've been getting some pretty good feedback she loves it she thinks it's great maybe it's probably just because she knows us that's the thing that's the thing i'm interested to hear somebody who who doesn't know us but that's why i don't want to tell like our friends and shit about it exactly because it's com- exactly it's, because not only do i not want to have my friends listening and my parents listening it's just so then like i'm self-conscious about that yeah. but also i don't care what they think of it exactly you know because like yeah. you know me in real yeah. life it yeah. doesn't matter like i i, I want well the other this- side of it is like we've we've talked a lot a lot of things that like maybe people shouldn't hear that know us well, it's not that even that you shouldn't hear. It's just like maybe if they were here, I wouldn't get into it as much, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to see what the uh, what the what the yeah you know reaction is around the globe. I you probably, probably won't be anything at all. But like, fuck it. <laughs> no, seriously, maybe it'll man. Be something. Uh, here's knows? here's the thing. Like, I was thinking earlier today. Like, we've got up until this point thirteen hours of content, and I feel like so far we've been taking it very seriously. And I was thinking, like, how does somebody become, like, a legitimate podcaster? Like, okay, maybe they know some people beforehand. Maybe people have been asking them to podcast, blah, blah, blah. But what we're doing is we're, you know, my other mantra, I guess, is fake it till you make it. And what we're doing is exactly that. We are coming into the studio every week, aside from, like, a couple missed weeks, 
doing exactly what we set out to do, which is record a three-hour podcast every week. We bring in guests, you know, like we we present to them like, hey, this is a legitimate thing. When in fact, up until this point, it doesn't exist on the internet. It's not really a thing. But what I think is really important about that is that we're taking it seriously. You know? Oh, yeah, like, for sure. And so once we get to the point where it is online, I feel like that's going to have something to say about it. Like, even if one person hears it, if one person hears it, maybe they'll send it to another person. You know, <laughs> maybe they won't. Who knows? Maybe we're just like really full of ourselves and just want to hear ourselves talk. I mean, that's definitely an ingredient in the mix, I think. Yeah, I like hearing <laughs> my own voice in my ears. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. Uh, and on that note, we are over three hours. Are you serious? Yeah, we're. I, I know this. This feels like the shortest podcast we've ever done. Yeah, but we are. We're already longer than any other podcast we've ever recorded. Wow. Um. Fucking. That's we can awesome. keep going. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could keep going, but like, let's. Uh, we could wrap we, it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. We'll keep talking off the air, obviously. And we're no, not going to be silent with, and like, go home to our the separate last bedrooms. Four days this. in a row, so like, th- this is this yeah. is not a problem. <laughs> um. Anyway, whoever the fuck is listening right now, uh, oh wait, actually, uh, do the outro because I have uh, I have outro music this time. Finally, do you have? Okay. Yeah, I got something. So you uh, want me to what just. Well, no, just, no, no, just talk. I'm just going to find the song. Okay, okay, anyway, fine. So, your final thoughts. At this point, to sum everything up, um, this has been the sixth episode of the Ejaculation Podcast. We've firmly established that there is female ejaculation as well. Fucking Lily came in and ejaculated all over this shit. She fucking killed it. Fucking last week we had Nikki Raisins. Fucking Martin Law. Fucking, we've got... I mean, wait, no, he already said his last name, I think. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. We have been getting a great selection of guests. I, I think it's only uphill from here, so stay with us, baby. As Ira Glass would say, stay with us.